7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, the one and only Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, Rain. Hi, I just want to tell you, I have not been molested or harassed by um, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God. I think I'm in the minority. I think he should be called Wine Slime. I mean, seriously, or Swinestein. Um, uh, yeah, Jesus Christ. And, of course, um, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome aboard, sir. Hi, but the only reason I'm here is so I could leave. Oh, you're just leaving? <laughs> I'm leaving. Okay. In protest. So, I'm not uh, putting up with this stuff. Yeah, at the taxpayer's <laughs> expense. <laughs> yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We will have more on that more on later. But in uh, last but not least, joining us in the rotating co-host slot, a.k.a. the rotator seat, Mr. Joey Word, cool black dude from Southern Progressive Revival. Hello, folks, and I didn't get pulled over by the police today. Yay! Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby well, steps. Well, yeah. why, w- why would you, Joey? Because there hasn't been oppression in this country in over 100 years, so says Mike Dick. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesus. God, these people. Golly. That's a teaser right there saying, golly, I got a new favorite person in the world. Actually, two new favorite people. Uh, and I'm gonna, I got a feel-good story. Um, yeah. <laughs> regarding See, Meg- regarding Megadeth, even so, Joey okay. will appreciate this. So uh, <laughs> I was going to say, when you if we're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein, we probably shouldn't say feel good. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I will. Uh, I, you know, I will retroactively buzz myself for uh, for using that uh, as soon as I can get to the right card. Yeah. He's ruining so. things for everybody. Well. I want to set this up right uh, tonight on the show because, uh, yeah, okay, so we didn't talk about this last week because we didn't have a whole lot of facts. Now we have a mountain of evidence showing what kind of slime bag Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein, I don't know how to, I think it's Weinstein, what a dirt bag this monster is. I mean, he's, he's, the worst of the fucking worst somebody uh, 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 well unless well you know okay he's he's a noted democrat right so of course everybody's like oh typical democrat there you go typical dirtball democrat well i just have one thing to say about that and by the way if i sound a little weird tonight 
I am super sleep de- deprived. <laughs> so, so I'm not sad. I'm not uh, anything other than just tired. So, but uh, but yeah. So the the one thing I want to say is when we when we find a rat in our midst, we drown the rat. When Republicans find a rat in their midst, they put him in the White House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So save your fucking righteous indignation towards us about people like, uh, you know, I, it, hey, use Bill Clinton if you want. Use uh, Anthony Weiner. Use Weinstein. Any of these people, whatever. But guess what? We end up. We didn't. We didn't vote. Had had a video like the Billy Bush video come out with Bill Clinton, I fucking wouldn't have voted for him. Hell yeah. Yeah, and that I politician here in Tennessee, uh, Scott Desjardins, what he did. What okay. did he do? He, oh, he's the one who was cheating on his wife and uh, 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 had his uh, mistresses do abortions. But no, he's oh. a family values Republican. Oh, of oh, course he like, is. Okay. Jesus. Jeez. These people. So, so yeah. So that Jake oh, Tapper. Yeah. See, I saw the headline of this Jake Tapper uh, piece, and I got a little concerned at first because, you know, he was pointing. He's like, "Oh, we're pointing out hypocrisy," and I thought he was going to do the, you know, uh, I, I for some reason I just had in mind that he was going to go after Democrats because he's done it in the past. You know, he'll admit it. But uh, Jake Tapper laid out uh, it in more clarity than than I've heard anybody um, lay it out in the last several days about the GOP hypocrisy. This clip's kind of long, but dig in, kids. Republicans have been using the Weinstein scandal as an opportunity to attack Democrats, given Weinstein's ardent support for the Democratic Party. The president's own son, Donald Trump Jr., went after late-night host Jimmy Kimmel to suggest that Kimmel use his monologue to attack Weinstein, who has given lots of money to Hillary Clinton. And listen, it's true. I'm not defending Hillary Clinton. Fact is, her campaign did take money from what turned out to be a high-profile man who's been accused of sexual harassment multiple times. And not just one of them, by the way. She took money from two of them. Harvey Weinstein and Donald Trump. Trump, of course, gave Hillary Clinton money in previous campaigns. Now, we have counted at least 11 women who have accused President Trump of sexual harassment or sexual assault on the record. Jessica Drake said in a press conference that Mr. Trump reportedly grabbed her, kissed her without consent, and offered her money to have sex with him. Summer Zervos, a contestant on The Apprentice, accused Mr. Trump of harassing her on multiple occasions, including one where he reportedly thrust his genitals at her. Jessica Leeds told the New York Times that during a flight in the 1980s, he sat next to her, lifted the armrest, and began to grab her breasts and put his hands up her skirt. Quote, he was like an octopus. His hands were everywhere, she said. I'm going to pause it right there because Jessica Leeds, do you guys remember what the right wing said about about that woman? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. She, it wasn't she, that long ago. No. Yeah. It was just last year. Well, you know, she's, she's obviously... It, an older woman as Trump is an older man and the way they went after her based on her looks when this incident happened in the seventies and it's like, and she's still a great looking woman. There's nothing wrong with, you know, the way she looks, she doesn't have a spray tan and she doesn't have cotton candy for hair. You know, I mean, she, she has, she looks like a woman. She looks like, a, a human a being that goes yeah. through the aging process, you know, 
Uh, she doesn't look like she's, you know, getting cat eyes because, you know, they feel their face drooping like, you know, Sleazy Don or getting hunks of their scalp cut out because they're going bald. You know, um, uh, you know, she looks like a real human being. And the, the GOP was like, yeah, right. Look at her. He would never go after her. Look at Melania. She's a good looking woman. You know, it's like, well, she's had work done too, fellas. And, you know, it's like, even if she did have work done, I don't, I don't want to detract from where we're going, but if Melania had work done, fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. But But the underlying problem is, is that there's an objectification with, with, with a good portion of men in this country. Yeah. And, and I'm sorry if I make anybody feel comfortable on, no, I'm not sorry. (laughs) Don't. I don't think I'm going to make anybody here on this show tonight feel uncomfortable. No. But you see that kind of that kind of argument. Look at her. Trump would never do anything to her because of how she looks. Is rape culture? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's that's making excuses for the victimizer and blaming the victim. And you know, uh, it, it's a it's a weird flip on she had it coming. You know, it's like oh she had it coming to her. Look at the way she was dressed. Or it's like yeah, I would never do that. You know, it's, right. the same, it's the same ballpark, just different bases. You know, it's ignoring the biggest, the bigger problem. Yeah. <laughs> so. So. Anyway. Uh, all right, uh, got about two minutes more of this, but I th- thought that was really important because uh, it was so ugly what they what they were saying about this about um, I, Jessica Leeds, I think is what her name. I, I forget already. And that's only three of the eleven. And Mr. Trump has denied many of these allegations, but these women deserve our attention too even as those close to the president try to suggest otherwise. Here's Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna Romney-McDaniel on CNN yesterday. She was being asked about her call for Democrats to give back or give away Weinstein's political contributions, as well as the crude words Mr. Trump said on that infamous Access Hollywood tape. Even make that comparison is a disrespectful to the president. It he didn't dis- have eight settlements. He didn't have women coming forward. He didn't have women coming forward? Yeah, he did. He had lots of women coming forward, Ms. McDaniel. We just listed three of the multiple accusers. Those who express outrage at one sexual harasser and not another because of the first harasser's political views, that is morally bankrupt. And that should be the motto of the GOP at this point. <laughs> Republicans, we're morally bankrupt. I mean, that's it- right. Go ahead, Joe. I was just going to say, you know, they, they want, and you know, before I make my remark, I want to preface this with, this in no way detracts from the horrid things that Harvey Weinstein did. You know, I, I feel like, you know, like I'm def- not defending him, but, you know, it's like we're detracting from the main point. But it's so outrageous the way Republicans you know, just prostitute themselves in front of this mm-hmm. man every day. Yeah. After what he did on that Access Hollywood tape, which, by the way, was just only a year old, uh, yeah. that it was revealed, right? And mm-hmm. and and yet they prostitute themselves every day in front of this man, to this oh, yeah. man. Shamelessly. And yet they have the gall to call for the Democrats, which they should, to give money back that no, they got no, from Harvey they Weinstein. Well, sorry, I, you know, ahead, Joe. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. That's a, that's okay. I think they should, but that's beside the point. You know, that's that's a minor point. The major point is, 
what right do they have to tell Democrats to give back the money when they give his, them his their allegiance every single day? Well, yeah, I, I agree with you to a certain degree there, Joe, but I, I'm with Rain on this one, and I think that they should take all the money that, that uh, Weinstein um, gave them, and and some some uh, people already have. Al Franken did, and uh, I forget who else did, but uh, a couple different people donated to, d- donated to uh, w- women's charities. Yeah, that's fine. That's and, fine. And I- see, by them doing that, by them doing that, then... They will be able to take the moral authority and say, look, when we found out the rat was among us, what do we do? We gave the rats money to where it could do the most good. And we right. and we and we and we got rid of him. What did you do? You put him in the White House. Yeah, that's fine. My main point is that every day these people give their allegiance to a man who at least a dozen women on the record, came forward and said he sexually assaulted them. And they turned around and put him in the White House. They And every day, they refused to give back their donation, which is their allegiance. Well, Amen yeah. to that. Amen. I mean, I, you know, yeah, they, I, they're an enabler. They're enabling this, you know, the president of rape culture. Right. I, I, they I should never, that- never open their mouths about Democrats getting donations from this man. No. They shouldn't have opened their mouth to begin with. And that is something, I mean, we talked about this and I feel really strongly about it. Shut up. Shut up. Don't sit there and try to act like you shamed people like Hillary Mm -hmm. Clinton and either either the Clintons or Al Franken, Elizabeth Warren. I can't I don't even know who else received money from the guy. And, And those people on the right are actually the ones out there saying we are shaming them into giving the money back when that is categorically not true. Yeah. What we have here, what we have here is I I am very proud of my party. They did this because it was the right thing to do. Exactly. They didn't do it because a bunch of people on the right mm-hmm. said you have to give the money back. They don't have the moral authority. They mm-hmm. didn't have to give that money back. And yeah. if they didn't, I actually I actually don't blame them because it's not like they it's not like Harvey Weinstein said, "Hey, here's some money. Can you um support me in my my rapiness yeah because they didn't know no of course not i mean even people in hollywood i mean there was a fascinating piece uh, interview with uh, george clooney about this um and in in it, it, that's really interesting we're going to get to that later about how this about how the rumors that were swirling around were kind of a double-edged sword towards actresses kind of implying that they you know it was them engaging in something just to get a role you know so it was it was you know so it's really i mean there's just it gets to a point where it can be a lose-lose situation unless the right person you know comes forward at the right time but fortunately all a lot of the right people are coming forward now and getting this monster um just you know out of the way uh you know this and hopefully really big hopefully story. in the poorhouse it's huge and that's the thing you and, know uh, and it, uh, it goes beyond it goes beyond hollywood to me yes right now the focus is on hollywood but this is a really really personally i, I don't know how you guys feel about it but i feel like this is really really big i i and, agree um, i agree and i want to talk about the bigness of it later because i have a prediction on as to what the what this is going to do and it's a very positive thing um, you know, even out of all this negativity, um, you know, uh, a, a women, I think, are going to 
really once again bail our asses out in this country and uh and again we're going to reclaim the moral high ground as democrats um but uh but and i'll get into more details later but joey did you want to comment before i get back to the uh the jake tapper clip uh no i this story right here i've heard bits and pieces but i really wasn't focused on it too well i'm yeah. sorry guys i wasn't no. but it was other things i was focused on you know what time that is you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about oh but yeah. i wasn't really focused on it on this story really you know it's a whole lot of things out there man just got us like damn this fucker doing this this fucker doing that these fuckers doing this these fuckers doing that you know it's all types of stuff, but you and know, it's, I'm it's sorry, already, I don't know yeah, nothing about this. No, story. <laughs> it's okay. I was just thinking about that too, Joey, on the way home. I was like, "In where the fuckers that have to to categorize to catalog all this shit and keep track of it?" Okay, all this awful shit. We're not doing it, and yeah. we hate it. <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> so yeah. can you stop it? Can we start having nice, good people in the world do nice, good things? But um. But yeah, so uh, the, this is the last part, uh, the la- about last minute or so of this, and um, uh, listen for when he brings up Sean Hannity in this whole thing. Oh my God, it's just it's mind melting. And this was a point made, interestingly enough, by Fox News anchor Sean Hannity last night, saying the left has this selective moral outrage. It's a it's a cogent point. Except that very same Sean San- Hannity hosted sexual harasser Bill O'Reilly on his show 2 weeks ago. O'Reilly- Boom! Boom! Mm-hmm. But you know what and I'll, and I'll get back to this in a second, but do you know what everybody said about the Bill O'Reilly's accusers? Bunch of gold diggers. Yes. That's what they said. But everybody That's who accused Bill Clinton, said. everybody who accused Bill Clinton, and Bill Clinton who was not uh, convicted of of rape, well, they uh, he he raped every every accuser. Bill O'Reilly, innocent, innocent. Nothing is true about this. Trump, innocent. This nothing is true. They just want his money. Well, Weinstein's worth several million dollars. He's a multimillionaire. So Weinstein is worth a lot less than Roger Ailes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's probably, you know, I think he's worth about we 15 or 20 million or something like that. It's, it, it, there is so much hypocrisy with this. You know, I, I'm glad that we're talking about this. I have, he's a friend of mine and I'm not going to name him, but I have a friend who the other day on his Facebook page said, I don't see where the outrage is about Harvey Weinstein. And he said in my feed, I just, you know, I just see all this stuff. I've seen all this stuff about Bill O'Reilly. And this friend, by the way, um, is is a Republican. And um, I, I got to tell you, man, Bob is one of my friends who came in and said, maybe you should go look at my Facebook feed while you're sitting there whining about how you don't see things on your Facebook page. Yeah. Maybe you need to go and look at other people's Facebook pages. And so he fell into this trap, too, of how we're going to try to make it look like liberals are the ones that aren't properly applying the outrage yeah to weinstein over o'reilly and and there's there's a couple of things here bill o'reilly had a television show yes okay he had a nightly platform across the country Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people in this nation who didn't even know who harvey weinstein was until just a few days ago same here i didn't know who he was until last week i mean i'd heard the name 
but you know, I you know, I, I kept thinking Harvey Fierstein, you know, when when I heard the name. And I was like, wait, he's gay. Harvey Fierstein. Harvey Fierstein, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he's not yeah. sexually harassing women. Um, you know, a lot of a lot more people know who Bill O'Reilly is than they do Harvey Fierstein. See, I did it now. Yeah, but, so call him call him uh, uh, Swinstein. Swinstein. You know, it's it's. I don't I don't get this. I don't no. get this. I don't get trying to blame Hillary Clinton for this. I don't get trying to blame. It's insane. And I know we'll talk about it later. Lisa Bloom. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get it because well, in the end, once again. The yeah. Republicans and the right wing are trying to blame women for something that a man did. Yeah. And that yeah. is not partisan. No. No, not at all. So uh and and we're going to hear we're going to hear uh well I'm not I'm not going to I won't say it right now, but uh after this we're going to hear some some awful awful audio. But this is the last uh, under a minute of a uh, tapper on this. Riley, of course, fired from Fox News Channel after an investigation into multiple allegations of sexual harassment, including multiple settlements. Look, this shouldn't be hard and it shouldn't be partisan. It doesn't matter if it's Harvey Weinstein or Donald Trump or Roger Ailes or Bill Cosby or Bill O'Reilly or Bill Clinton these accusations are all worthy of reporting and outrage. You don't get to pick and choose which ones you find valid and outrageous based on political party. And by the way, here's how Mr. Trump himself and his daughter Ivanka took the suggestion of him being a sexual predator on Howard Stern's show back in 2006. Hey, Donald, seriously, you, you you know about sexual predators and things like that. Right. I mean, uh, you sure. are one. All right, that, I was going to say that, but that, it's true. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Her dad's a sexual predator. Wow. That was... The look on... I'm really on glad his... that Tapper did that. Yeah. Yeah, the look on uh, Ivanka's face in that interview was just like... She was like, you know, touching him on his back and just laughing. And they were kind of swaying back and forth on the bench there in Stern's uh, radio show. And it's like... That is the guy who took over the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. That's the family that's going to tell us any on, on how to behave in any circumstance. You know, tell us who's right and who's wrong and who's fake and who's real. Uh, he's you know. the one who makes it. He's the one who says what's good, what's okay, and what's acceptable in this country. Yeah, doesn't matter that it's Trump. It's any person who's in that office. Yeah. That's well, the office of president. You know, I, I, I'm just, I cannot. It's difficult. I mean, it's, it's, it, you know, just, just, it's difficult to fathom when you truly think, because, you know, for a lot of us, we're just like, God damn it. I can't believe he's in, he's the president, you know, or I hate that man or whatever. But when you truly think what it took for people who voted for him to put him in office, what kind of part of their soul they had to swallow you know what they did to reconcile how it was okay after that billy bush tape came out after the litany of accusers that came out after his ex-wife uh, who now uh, you know apparently is yeah. Mm. yeah she's a hot mess but she accused him of raping her at one point of course republicans don't think you can rape your wife so um, you knew that that's that's fake news, right? You fucking assholes. Um, 
So, um, I, I want to, unless anybody has anything else to add, I, I want to get uh, to uh, one other clip before we go to break. Um, anybody want to? Yeah, go ahead. All I can say is Fox News and Right Wing Radio did a good damn job of destroying oh, yeah. this country. Yeah, did a uh, damn good job. They did a damn good job of uh, of indoctrinating a large portion of this country with the notion mm-hmm. that women are property, uh, minorities are less than white men, and you know. And, and, and you know that they're not even Republicans. They're not. They're fake. They're fake Christians. They're fake conservatives. I know real Christians and I know real conservatives. And not one of these dirty fuckers yeah. that supports Trump is a Christian or a conservative. So, uh, but I want to. Uh, go ahead. I do, can I just? Uh, yeah. This will be really quick. To to Joey's to Joey's point. Um, those things were always there. They were always there. This sexism and this racism was always there. What Fox News did was amplify it. And when it needed to have a light shown on it, they ignored it, which made it okay. And they normalized it. Well, I think they they normalized it and made it acceptable. And there there were several things along the way that they used as a cudgel to push things backwards in this country. And that is political the politically correct movement you know i know mm-hmm. uh, they demonize political correctness and political correctness never would have been necessary if it wasn't for these monsters uh who are social conservatives you know we never would have needed that that was a reaction to them but they turned it around and now i hear radio show hosts who do music shows say oh i know this is the politically incorrect answer but and it doesn't have anything to do with political correctness. We'll just say, I know it's it, in 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 lieu of using. I know this isn't the popular, you know, response. They'll say the politically, you know, incorrect, you know. And it's like, it. it, it so so, Joe, you're both right, um, because when uh, Reagan did away with the fairness doctrine. Um, this country got a lot fucking dumber, a lot fucking meaner and a lot, uh, you know, and a lot more, uh, uh, you know, uh, racist and sexist and homophobic, you know, it, it, again, it was amplified on the airwaves. It was, you know, I mean, yeah, he Limbaugh, well, Limbaugh did say the N word on his show before. So, I mean, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt for the second there, but I forgot he did, you know? Um, no, I wasn't going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was going to say that, um, you know, he played, you know, what the Brock, the magic Negro on his show, but no, he Ugh. did. He did actually say the N word. I mean, but uh, honestly, Brock, the magic Negro, I think it would be to, to me personally was more offensive than if he just came right out and said what he really, really, really meant, you know, Rush Limbo is so. a coward. He sit on his fat ass behind that gold microphone every morning and talk all that shit and won't say nothing in front of no one. No special person like me anyway. Yeah. Because I'll yeah. tell him what he's all about. I'll tell him to his face, you know. Oh, Joey, you and boy. Joey, you and me, we have very similar fantasies of meeting people on the street, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. And especially especially some of these black Republicans. Boy, I would love to see some especially Sheriff Clark. Oh God, I would love to see him face to face. Oh yeah. I oh, tell yeah. him what he's all about. 
I'll tell you what. I put like my to finger be, in his face. <laughs> Steve, uh, I'll tell you what. I see Steve King or Louis Gohmert in public. Heaven help them. Heaven. Uh, they, they, they better be praying that God's real when I meet them. So <laughs> I'm not talking about physical violence, everybody. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I'm talking about just so, cussing their asses out. Yeah. Just telling them what they all about. You know, I'm going to hurt some feelings. Yeah, it'd be different story. Yeah. If they swing first, then you got to fight, buddy. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Angle coward down there. Come at me, bro. That's how I was raised. Don't ever See, throw the first punch. This is uh, the kind of therapy cool. we need. We need we need Joey Word therapy on the program. So <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. So, never swing first. Never. See, and you see that's good because you are a man of your word because you use your words first. That's why your name's not Joey Fist. But you know what? You could have an alt. <laughs> you could have an alter ego named Joey Fist. So <laughs> you're like, all right, I was Joey Word, but you swung at me. Now I'm Joey Fist. <laughs> see, I got it all planned out for you. So you can get a oh, cape yeah. and everything. So, <laughs> all right. Well, I look funny. Hey. I, yeah, just like about everybody else, too. <laughs> so, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We're going to come back. Uh, and I got some really awful audio, uh, but um, uh, we have some. Uh, we're going to get into other stuff, too. But uh, it, much to the chagrin of the GOP, we're going to expose Weinstein for what kind of shitbag he is. And I have some. Uh, and again, I'm going to talk about. What, where I think this is going to go positively um, after, uh, you know, hopefully this man is left penniless and, you know, uh, shamed after this. Because, unfortunately, I think the statute of limitations has run out on a lot of, a lot of the, the crimes he's committed. But we'll see. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and listen to a nice song for the nice people. Uh, we're going to listen to The Heart by Bobber. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back. Uh, with lots more, turn up the night with me, Joe and Joey, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And joining me, as always, on the program uh, with my tired, deep, crazy voice. It's like I have all-day morning voice today. <laughs> uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello, darling. Hello. Hello. Welcome like back. Deep voice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Our voices <laughs> are nowhere near as deep as that Joey guy. Oh, well, yes, we'll get to that here momentarily. And, of course, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Cormel Show, and, of course, author, owner, operator of Joe's Garage, who uh, uh, does the poorly written political blog and the clown car. Hi, I'm the high voice. 
<laughs> You're no pitched up Trump, buddy. Um, <laughs> and uh, last but most certainly not least, joining us from Southern Progressive Revival out of Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA, the one and only cool black dude, Joey Word, or should I say Joey Fist? <laughs> well, hello, everyone, and especially to you, Rain. Hello, baby. See, there you go. <laughs> There's those dulcet tones. Um, yeah, we like that. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's go ahead and, and get back to this uh, again. You know, for all you asshole Republicans who were like, um, you know, you, you you elected your rat. We're drowning ours right now. Um, and, um, thank you, Rain. You found a lot of really great audio this morning. Uh, an actress that I have deep admiration for, um, Mira Sorvino, and also a big fan of her father, Paul Sorvino. Heaven, he, I forgot he, that was her father. Yeah, heaven help uh, uh, Slimestein if uh, Paul Sorvino. Paul, so Paul Sorvino, he's still alive and kicking. He's doing pretty good for, I think he's like 78 or 79. But, uh, God help you. If you get in the same room with Paul Sorvino, um, she didn't go into great detail, but and I haven't, I didn't have enough time to go look at the piece. But Mira Sorvino uh, had a very emotional interview on KTLA this morning. Well, here's um, the thing: before you yeah, play it, please go ahead. I, when I said to you, she said she just said this. I realized she said this was an interview she did for one of her movies. Yeah. About an hour before the New Yorker piece came out, so this was before. Ronan Farrow's piece in the New Yorker magazine came out with the audio. So she, yes, with the audio. Okay. This was before all of that. She knew it was coming out. And she told, I, "I'm sure it'll it'll reveal itself." But this yeah. was before that came out. Yeah, and and you know to hear the hear this in her voice, um, you know, is if this doesn't put if this doesn't fill you with terror. You know, I mean, well, I'll tell you what. The, the audio we're going to play after this will fill you with terror. It is fucking horrific. Um, but Mira Sorvino, you you can tell that she is shaken to her core by what's about to come out of The New Yorker. But uh, here you go. From KTLA, Mira Sorvino. It's high time that this came out. Um Within an hour or so, I have more to say on it in a publication that's on the record. I can't really talk about it right now because it hasn't broken yet. Mm -hmm. But, um, uh, you know, it's a travesty that this sort of behavior is normalized and accepted for decades in this industry. And um, I am very pleased that this is all coming to light. You know, th these are very bad things that he did and you know he has a lot of strengths a lot of people admire him including myself for many of his talents but this is not the way that men can act towards women anymore in this country it, it is just not and so the more all these cases come to light and the more people have the courage to speak out the more that young women will be protected and maybe we'll move into a future where my daughter is not going to have to be worried about being harassed on the job and that her it'll be a meritocracy will based, be based on her willingness to play ball with her male boss in order to get ahead and, and to be spurned and punished if she's not. And, and do you think that this stuff, uh, will we be hearing a lot more about it, whatever's coming out from you shortly? Uh, it's not, I'm, I'm part of a much larger piece, but it's a pretty damning piece, and it's more serious than the New York Times one. 
Wow. Wow. It sounds like you've had some experience in dealing with him. I mean, I, I, know, I don't want you to break your I can't heart. really. Yeah, right now. I, yeah. But in, in, I'm telling you, in an hour or so, you'll be like, oh, okay. And you'll just read it and you'll be like, oh, okay. I see. Um, yeah. And then I'll be free to talk about it. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, the, the, do you want, you want to talk a little bit about the piece, uh, Rain, from the New Yorker? Because I didn't have time to go over the whole thing, but I do have the audio that accompanies it. It's, it's very overwhelming. But I, I want to talk directly to what Mira Sorvino just said when she Please. talked about her daughter. And yeah, she talked Mira about it's time for this to end. Yeah. She, it, Mira Sorvino is my age. She's 50. Mm-hmm. She's 50. And I, I, I just, I find it stunning that in 2017, we still need to have this conversation about what and how we should treat women. Yeah. And how, how we need to say this is not okay. And, and I, I shared this with you guys in our, in, our, in our production chat, and I'm still kind of stunned about this. I don't know how to reconcile it. Because as people in this show know, I was raped. Yeah. And, and I blamed myself for a long time. That was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, I'm, I'm very dismayed. I'm dismayed that, that and I'm, I'm also very hopeful. I'm dismayed and hopeful that now, finally, maybe it's because of the resistance. Maybe it's because of the Women's March. Maybe it's because we have a monster in the office that, that women are finally coming forward and really speaking out en masse. Because... You know, for the past, you know, in my adulthood, which I believe began in 1985 when I was, you know, 17, 18, mm-hmm. it's been a slow trickle. It's been a slow trickle. Yeah. Women came out. We didn't have social media. So stories came forward. But because we didn't have social media, they went away. Um, what she said was really powerful to me. And when she said, so my daughter doesn't have to go through this, I, I went and looked up and realized, crap. She's my age. Mm-hmm. And her daughter's well, probably what in her one or twenties by now, at least. It depends. Right? I mean, she could be a grandmother at this point. Yeah. Um, I, I it, this has to stop, and it's not you guys who I'm talking to directly here on the show. You don't even or have to explain who are listening that to, us. to it. Yeah. But well, I want to say it because it, it. it's just there are so many people out there who don't get it. That once again, this is not political. Yeah. This is this is physical. This is emotional. This is uh, you know it's it's in our head. Yeah. Men, there are men out there who still seem to think that they have propriety over women, and yeah. it well, has to stop. Well, imagine all Go the ahead, women Jill. who haven't who has got violated like that way and still ain't came out with it. Imagine that. Imagine how many women it is. Imagine yeah. how many women in Hollywood right now that's been through that, you know, and, uh, you know, not necessarily physically, but, you know, emotionally. Yes. And, uh, you know, I heard, you know, you hear a bunch of things that happen in Hollywood, you know, there's some crazy stuff that go on. You know, people got all kind of crazy things about, you know, conspiracy theories only like these YouTube videos and stuff. But, uh, you know, I- I'm pretty sure that, you know, some of these women, or uh, probably most of them, or probably all of these women in Hollywood is going to have have been through stuff like this. 
I, you know, because it's, it's, I heard the Hollywood is foul, you know, with all these these actors, these singers, these rappers, whatnot, you know. Yeah. But you hear stories and people just hint at you about these stories that go on in Hollywood, and it's crazy. Well, it's not I, just Hollywood, though. No. It's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, that, you know, I'm uh, speaking on uh, Mira Savino's part, but Joe Park, yeah. uh, Rain. I can I can I can imagine that it you know ain't you know ain't no telling how many women has got violated that way and haven't even spoke out yet. And 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 I want to make this clear. It, it's not just because it, Joey, you're you're so spot on. But it's not just Hollywood. It's women. It mm-hmm. it, it, it it's yeah. not just it's not even just white women. It's black women. It's brown women. It's it's just it's women. Period. Well, Janet Janet says one out of every five women have been sexually assaulted. Yes, Janet is right. I mean, I've written about this. You guys know that. I've written about it. It's women. And, you know, I don't care if it takes... I got to say this. I've been thinking about this all day. I don't care if it takes a bunch of white women from Hollywood to finally come out and speak about it. If that's what it takes, then let's get this shit done and let's stop this. Because enough. and this is this is my this was exactly my thought process on you know my commute home is where I really just had time to just think, and I really it, it uh, I truly believe uh, it, and it also had something to do with uh, the end maybe the end of the the conversation with uh, uh, Gloria Allred today uh, when Louisette Geis or Louisette Geis um, and we'll have that audio in a little bit here. Uh, when she came out and um, and she gave her account of what uh, Weinstein did to her, uh, but I, I and, and this goes to what Rain and you, Joey, are both saying is I think that uh, because we're all we're all kind of laser focusing on where we think this is going to go right now, and I think it's going to be that there are there are going to be women who come out that. Uh, and hopefully this is just going to be a big campaign honest to god i would love to see it to be like the just say no campaign of the 80s you know where where you know all these famous yeah. people come out and you know no means no no means yeah. no guys you yeah know, that's I, I have never been and that way but was a woman you know <laughs> Yeah, but the I'm but, the type of guy to let the woman go move first. <laughs> but what I'm but and, and I'm sure it's not very hard because you're that, you're man. a very handsome I, man. So thank you, man, but uh, <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate a, but uh, I hate a woman beater, and especially I hate a rapist. Oh god. Oh yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, uh, but what I'm saying is, is I think what's going to happen is there is going to be a domino effect, um, and there are going to be people who are going to say, you know what. That happened to me too. Fortunately, I think we're in a place where there's a lot of newer directors uh, and you know producers and things like that um, that don't come from this boys club. But if there are, let's fucking weed them out. I mean, it's one thing if somebody makes a movie that's misogynistic, but it's another whole other ball of wax if uh, somebody is is actively. Uh, trying to physically abuse another human being because uh, I, I have issues you know because I know a lot of people have been going after Joss Whedon for being misogynistic whatever uh, if if he's done something to, to physically intimidate or hurt someone that needs to come out but what Weinstein has done 
is uh, you know, in, in, in I got to thinking about where Weinstein comes from in some of the movies he made, Joe. Uh, you know, or that he had a hand in making, and it was a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. It was a lot of, uh, um, oh, what's his name? Um, the uh, Silent Bob, Silent Bob, but what's the, the dude's name? Kevin Smith. Smith. Kevin Smith, and um, he also uh, produced Woody Allen films. Yeah, Kevin. Oh, oh, there you go. So Kevin Smith, Woody Allen, and uh, Quentin Tarantino. I'm going to say this. I used to enjoy Quentin Tarantino and Kevin Smith during the 90s. But then I grew up and I realized what they were doing and their portrayal of women and their treatment of women in these movies were fucking abominable. When the big joke, the big end of Clerks was that uh, they tricked a girl into having sex with a dead guy. I knew that was pretty fucked up. When in uh, Jackie Brown, uh, when De Niro uh, shot uh, Bridget uh, Fonda's character in the in you know twice in a parking lot because she wouldn't stop talking, I'm uncomfortable yeah, with yeah. that shit. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino's a weird guy. He you is, know, and I, you know his dialogue. I, I hate it when every movie he 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 comes out with. It's always dropping the end bomb. I don't give a damn what color you are in that movie. Somebody's dropping a damn end bomb. Yeah, I think Inglorious yeah, Bastards like is probably the only one. But yeah, so you know, again, when those movies came out, I was pretty immature. It was the early mid '90s where all those movies were coming out, and I, I was pretty immature. And I looked at it like, oh yeah, it's just art, and they just do that. Well, it was art that exploded. And went everywhere, and people were quoting the movie, and it was part of pop culture. And it's like all these movies were just like, you know, women were almost props in them. And, and, you know, they well, they, they no, were no, not they almost. almost. They exactly they right. Thank you. And 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 that that's disgusting to me. I mean, maybe he tried to redeem himself with Kill Bill, whatever. Uh, but I think, you know, Django Unchained left a really poor, bad taste in my mouth, you know? I mean, I, I've pretty much given up. And Kevin Smith, I just can't even watch anything he does. Um, you know, uh, you know, I want to, I, I, you know, ugh, you know, but, but yeah, so that's, that's kind of the boys club, Joe, where, where, uh, Weinstein was coming from. Do you, do you get what I'm touching on there? Yeah. And, um. I, I think you know how they always say art imitates life, and you. Mm. I think mm. you made a very you, you. You said a word that I think stipulates exactly what's going on in life, and art. Tarantino, Kevin Smith, is that we use women as props. Yeah, and you use the word prop, and they were props in the most those movies you mentioned. And I think we use women as props, not we, but I think yeah. it's it looks that it, to, to many men, they're just props in life. And, and what just, is, yeah, and what's prop short for? Property. Right. Exactly. And um, I think that's the problem. I think the problem is this isn't, uh, it's like, it's like violence. It's like violence against minorities. It's like everything else. This isn't a left or right issue. It's a human issue mm -hmm. that shouldn't exist in 2017. Yeah. And you got some of these 
these these poor actresses actresses i'm sorry that's out here looking for work you know that's the only thing they know how to do is act yeah and ain't no telling what these 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 slime ball producers are saying because this weinstein fella he's not the only one so no. a lot of them cats and pigs no, man well yeah and that one yeah mm. Yeah, and that's 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 the part where where I think the, the positivity is going to come from, and I think once again women are going to bail our silly asses out. Is that this is going to be a domino effect? We're gonna we're gonna catch all the rats. We're gonna drown them. Meanwhile, they have the poster boy for for malfeasance against women in the Oval Office. Ugh. Building up that's, to the ne- building up to the next election, what are we going to be doing as decent social liberals? It, you know, in Hollywood, in just regular, you know, I, I reported sexual, you know, sexual harassment at one of my jobs, and it caused me a demotion. Um, you know, uh, there, there's, you know, in the private sector, in the public sector, you know, wherever, wherever this is going on. We need to make it a clarion call. We need to make it the new, you know, just say no thing. It's like, if you know, if you see it, you better tell somebody. And this is for men more than anything. You know, uh, no, no, not, no. Uh, yes, it is for men more than anything. No, it if is. You, if you witness this. Okay, first of all, you be on, be on uh, alert that somebody's going to fucking rat you out. Because that's what you are. You're a rat if you're trying to do something to a woman that she doesn't want to to have done. First of all, know that people are going to be watching you. Secondly, if you're a man and you witness this stuff, no more fucking boy talk, egg on, lead on shit. Fuck that. You say something to someone. You protect women. You make sure they're going to be safe. You don't take the fucking coward's way out like Billy Bush and then just, you know, waltz a sexual predator out and suggest that he get a kiss after a guy, the, the guy said that he, you know, was just going to do whatever he wanted to her. So, you know, uh, so, so that, that's where we are. And then, you know, uh, but the most important part of the puzzle you know other than other than men just doing what's right is that and and, and no an, another thing that men need to do to make sure they're doing what's right is make it safe for women to come out and tell their stories if you're part of that if you're any any part of that at all uh, you know, if uh, you know like uh, Gloria Allred had uh, one of her male counterparts come out uh, you know, today, you know, be that guy who's there. Yeah. Just be support. Be a good coworker. Her law partner. Yeah, be you know, and, and just anything like that. But I think that that is where we are going to gain the moral high ground on these lecherous pricks because they let a sexual predator take over their party, and he's he's sitting in the Oval Office. I, can I can I jump in? Yeah. Because because here's the thing. Um, it's not even about letting women feel safe. It's about, um, it's about when women speak up, just stand next to them. Yeah. We don't, many of us don't. Yeah, that's, that's a better way to put it. Thank you. When I say this, and I, I say this very, very specifically, many of us do feel safe. There are some of us that don't. Mm-hmm. And that's when you got to, you know, that's when I, I really feel strongly about this. 
Men need to stand next to them, be like, I'm with you. I'm going to stand next to you. But when you have a strong woman who speaks out, she doesn't need to feel safe. She just wants to know you're standing next to her. Um, and, 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 you know, this whole thing about misogyny, it goes way, way deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, now we're talking about women. But if you go back, if you go back in time, when you go back to the suffragette movement, that was born out of, out of abolitionism. Okay, yes. and and um, abolitionism, abolitionism. You know, we we got we got the thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth amendments before the women's right to vote, and I'm okay with that. But the thing is, is that now is the time for we need men. Women need men. Yeah. To to kind of get together and understand. We're not bullshitting. Our stories aren't fake. It's not because we wore a short skirt. It's not because we didn't dress the right way. Um, It's because there is a patriarchy in this country. And we need white men the same way we need every white person in this country to acknowledge that white people are the ones that need to get rid of racism in this country. We need to acknowledge it. Yeah, you just reminded me of a conversation I had with somebody today. I mean, I hope I'm making sense, but yeah, we need to do, you, you I mean, totally are. you know, so women, women are right now, we, we, we women who are on in the, in the resistance, we're, we're fighting with our, with our black brothers and sisters, and we're also fighting for ourselves, for equality. And I, quite honestly, we really need the help of white men. Oh, and absolutely. And when I say help, when I say help, it doesn't mean... Like we're damsels in distress. We no. need you to get on board. <laughs> Just be decent human beings. Come on, uh, straight white male brothers. Um, it, I, I want to be able to call you my brother. In, in a very, you know, in, in a very uh, important sense of that. Step up. Be decent. Be good. Be wholesome. You know, I'm not. And be talking, honest. Yeah. Be honest and, and don't make excuses. That's that's the other thing. Don't make excuses for your behavior. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. I am a white woman, and I have acknowledged the fact that I have privilege as a white woman. Yeah. I have that privilege, and so do every one of those women who were abused by Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. They have privilege, and yet they were still abused. Exactly. And, you know, uh, 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 I'm sorry, I, uh, it's, it, we're almost at the top of the top of the hour here. But I'm sorry. Uh, I rambled. The, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. My, it's OK. My this, brothers. Is a, this is an important conversation to have. And I'm I you know what? I don't have any other boss other than me telling me how to run the show tonight. So if I, I go over a little, over it's you guys. fine. Um, yeah. But uh, but uh, well, we'll give Joe and Joey a quick uh, parting shot before the before the break. So, uh, Joe, you want to add anything to this? I couldn't say it better than Rain. Amen to that. Joey, anything you want to add before we go to break? Ditto. All right. (laughs) Ditto, Rain. Let's give Rain a big amen right now. Amen. Amen. All right. On that note, we are going to go to the break. And uh, as promised, uh, we we didn't get to play it now. When we come back, we're going to play some really horrific audio uh, of Weinstein himself um, trying to rape somebody. It's horrific. 
It is absolutely horrific. Fortunately, if there had actual been a trigger warning, if there had been actual literal assault in the audio, I wouldn't be playing it. But uh, we're going to play it, and then I'm going to let Rain uh, give her thoughts after, because uh, you had some very, very cogent points about that. So um, so anyway, let's go ahead and, and uh, hit the break, and when we come back, we're going to get into... We're going to hear from the monster himself, and thank you, Ambra Gutierrez, for recording this Sting audio and putting your life at risk. Because if he was willing to do what, ugh, yeah, anyway, I'm just not even going to entertain the notion. But she put her life at risk. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. On with the show. I got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to Turn Up the Night, uh, the Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Of course, I played that drop of Alex Jones saying humanoids cross with fish and stuff because I got back late and that was the first drop I could find to play. Uh, but of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Hello, Rain. You there? I am here. Oh, I'm there here. You. Hello. Welcome back. Hello. I just want to tell everybody that the the audio that I believe you're going to play is the audio you think it is. Yeah. So I'm just going to put this out there. It's a trigger alert. Uh, we already have a, a couple people uh, saying that they're. I'm not going to say any names or anything, but there's there's some people uh, that are saying they're going to mute for a while. I, I'll tell yes, you right now. We're going to. I don't blame them. When yeah. we get done playing the audio, I'll I'll tell people in the chat room. You can put yeah. the. You can yeah, unmute. 
about five minutes uh we we should be in the clear um but of course uh joe santorsis Granton, pennsylvania the electric city welcome back sir yes i heard this audio it's yeah. terrible it's 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 horrendous it's horrendous and you know if anybody if she had been harmed i at that this moment she had been harmed before and she mentioned what happened but if she had been harmed at this moment I would not have done it, but I would. I wouldn't be playing it, not at all. No, I think but it's. This, I think it's good, and I think it's important that you're playing this video. Yeah. It, it it just requires people to know. Get ready. It, yeah. It, trigger alert, and it's, and it's, any woman who has yeah. been abused sexually understand any person. I shouldn't say woman. I'm sorry about that. But anybody, any, any who's been yeah, that's abused fine. sexually. Be. Yeah, no, in the, in the, in, in the context though, uh, saying any woman, I uh, you know, yeah, but yeah, any person, any person um who's been, you know, um just yeah, and I'm 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 not going to say anything else about it, but yeah, it, it it's bad. We got it's bad. It. If you want to mute, mute. But uh and of course last but definitely not least, coming to us from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, uh my brother Joey Word, welcome back, sir. Well, hello, and I'm gonna I'm just cheer y'all up a little bit. Just rock on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so I, I haven't heard this audio, but I'm pretty sure it's gonna piss me off. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I, it it is, it is, and uh, and don't worry, gang. I, I swear to God, we, we're gonna have some some lighthearted stuff for the end of the show. So don't tune out completely. Um, but uh, here it is. Uh, this is the audio. Um, so, uh, I'll, I'll talk for a few seconds in case anybody has to scramble across the room. Uh, but, uh, again, I want to say what a hero Ambra Gutierrez, uh, uh, it, it, an actress just trying to, to make a living, um, was brave enough to record this. And this was, this is part of, they, it, it was described as a sting operation to take down this this monster and for all you conservatives out there who say that you know we're going to cover for him no fuck you like you said like or like you said Kenny <laughs> like I said earlier um we catch the rats and we drown them you catch the rats and you put them in the white house so all right without further uh um chit chat this is the uh the audio from the new yorker report amber gutierrez um and harvey weinstein trying his best to violate her i'm telling you right now what do we have to do here nothing i'm gonna take a shower you sit there and have a drink water I don't drink can i stay on the bar no you must come here now no Please. No, I don't want to. I'm not doing anything with you. I'm, I'm I sorry. I, I cannot. No, yesterday was a kind of aggressive for I, me. I, I need to know a person. I won't touched. do a thing. I don't want to do a thing. Please, I swear I won't. Just sit with me. Don't embarrass me in the hotel. I'm here all the time. I sit know, with me. but I, I don't promise. want to. Please sit there. Please. One minute. No, I, ask I can't. You. Go to the bathroom. Please, I don't want to do something I don't want go to. Go to the bathroom. Come here. Listen to me. I want to go downstairs. I'm not going to do anything. You'll never see me again. If you don't, if you embarrass me in this hotel, I'm not embarrassing stay. you. First it's just all, that I don't, I don't feel comfortable. I mean, don't have a fight with me. In the it's not Please, I'm not going to do anything. I swear, my children.
hatred. Please come in. I'm everything. I'm a famous I'm, guy. I'm feeling very uncomfortable. Oh, right he's now. coming wow. now. And one minute. And if you want to leave, when the guy comes with my jacket, Why you said that you touch my priest? Oh, please, I'm sorry. Just come on. I'm used to that. Are you used to that? Yes, come in. Because no, but I'm not used to that. I won't do it again. Come on. Sit here. Sit here for a minute, please. No, I don't want to. If you do this now, you will embarrass me. I know, but yes, it was too the much. Coming. I will never do another thing to you five minutes. Don't ruin your friendship with me for five minutes. It's, I know, but it's kind of like it's too much for me. I can't. Please, you're making a big scene here. No, Please. but I want to leave. Okay, bye. Thank you. So disgusting. So, so people evil. can unmute now. Mm. Yeah. You know what? They can unmute. I want to slap the shit out of this dude for that, man. He had that poor girl scared as hell, man. She was I would love brave. to slap the shit out of that dude. The incessant demands, and you know, yeah, it, it went back and forth of like, you do man, it, do it, do it, cool. please, please, please. I swear on my children, nothing's gonna happen. Please, I'm a famous guy. Oh my god, every last Ooh, fucking god. word out of that dirtbag's mouth. Oh, I want to. Oh my oh. god, rage from the bottom of the pit of my just soul from my core. Makes me want to just scared, dude. Jesus Christ, man. Oh, I can hear a voice right now, dude. That was not cool, man. That was evil. That was pure fucking mm. unadulterated evil. Mm, mm, mm. And yet it is quite common. It is. Yep. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. This is not mm. a unique scenario. I mean, this is what Roger Ailes, this is what Bill O'Reilly, this is yes. what Donald Trump all have yes. done. But fortunately, there was a brave enough individual with uh, Ambra Gutierrez to record because of, this. Because of actually good policemen in the New York, New York City Police Department. You, yeah, are you with me? Yeah, I am. Oh I'm God. just, I, I'm just, These were actually, I'm reeling. I, I know, but I, I just want to put this out there. There's a whole bunch of things that I want to put out there right now. Yeah. And and Joe, I'm sorry. It, Joe, Joe, am I cutting you off? Am I talking over you? No. Okay. <laughs> go for it. No, we want but, you to have time to, to go over this stuff now. But th this is a woman who, this is the second time this happened. The first time it happened, she went to the New York PD, um, yeah, the, the NYPD Special Victims Unit. And she said this happened. And so they wired her up. And she couldn't go through with it completely. If you read either the New York Times article or the New Yorker article. So they got this, they got this recording. Yeah. Um, this recording ended up with the New York City Attorney or District Attorney of New York City, Cy yeah. Vance been sitting on his desk for years um but the bottom line is that this happens a lot to women and the fact that you know we could sit there and we could talk about how harvey weinstein is a very rich individual but this happens a lot it happens a lot 
When I was trying to become a freelance graphic designer, it happened to me. But because I'd already been raped once, I backed out. I lost my account. Well, this motherfucker, this guy wanted to take me to Las Vegas to a convention. Well, and And when I uh, said, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ken. I I just want to say, and when Deba was on the show, she shared, she was a print center setter at one point. She shared a very similar story. I think maybe you guys discussed both stories on one show. So, hi, Deba. We did, we did. But, um, I hope she's safe. I hope her house is safe, by the way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With the the wildfires going on right now, so I'll, I'll drop her a line. But yeah, we'll find I remember. Go ahead. I remember that. I remember that discussion, and it was it was it's just the similarities were this were, is, this were is stunning this is. because this is how, I mean this is how this is how pervasive it, it is. It's what they do. It's I tell what you, they I, I tell you one do. thing. She's a she's 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 a brave woman. She's a brave woman wearing that wire. But I could tell she was frightened. Yeah, she same was same time. She was. I'm talking about. She was terrified. I could hear it in her voice. She was terrified. She was smart frightened, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. She knew that she had a wire, and she knew that she had protection. Think about all the women who don't have that kind of protection. Yeah. And and I I mean I know we go. I know I bring this up a lot on this show, and I'm not a. I will bring it up forever. But this is what rapists do. They get yeah. you in a position where you don't know how to say no. And then they wear you down. They keep mm-hmm. talking at you. They keep trying to, they just, they wear you down. And not every woman in this world is as strong as what we want every woman to be. Yeah, and I, I hope that makes sense. It does, and that, woman... that, well, I'm I'm glad you repeated that because that's uh, uh, almost verbatim what you mentioned after you found this audio today. Because that's, um, you know, I, I I can just visualize that so much knowing some of the creepier guys I know, that persistence, yeah, that desperation. That. What they do. Yeah. It's what they do. They try to break you down and tire you out until you can't, until you know you can't get out. And all you want to do is live. And I yeah. mean that seriously. All you want to do is live. Because at a certain point, you're like, okay, if I don't let him do what he's going to do to me, is he going to kill me? That happens. And it might not be every rape victim, but that does mm-hmm. happen. And and this woman is incredibly brave. And I don't know who released this this audio, because it wasn't her. Yeah. She was forced to sign a non disclosure agreement with Weinstein. But it should be known that this audio was sitting in the New York City District Attorney's office for years. Cy Vance knew about this oh so she signed signed an nda after a settlement is that what happened yes yes that's in the new yorker that's in the new yorker article um so cy vance which by the way is the same guy who said we're not gonna um indict ivanka and her brother remember that article from a couple of days ago yeah Yeah. that's the same guy Mm-hmm. That's the same guy. Cy Vance needs to be 
arrested, I don't know, arrested just or, or charged with corruption. Yeah. Because he is he's fine. He's fine with with people like Weinstein trying to rape women. He's fine with people like the Trump kids, you know, just manipulating what is not manipulating but corruption, just corruption. Well, I mean, the, uh, I just I, I wasn't familiar with the Cy Vance look like, but Jesus Christ, he he looks like a snake. Cy Vance is a bad person. Jesus, he's he's a really bad person. I have a Facebook friend who he put into jail. Oh my! And I'll God. talk about that. I'll talk about that off air. He's but. a fucking Democrat too. Fuck this guy. We need to get rid of this yeah. rat too. Yeah, we do. We do. We do. Wow. But I'm, I'm sorry that everybody had to, to hear that video or that audio, but I personally feel it's important for anybody who doesn't understand why women allow themselves, and I say this with quotes, why mm-hmm. women allow themselves to be put in a position where they can get raped. I, you know, it's a. Uh, go ahead, Joe. I'm just saying it's not noteworthy that uh, his father was uh, our Secretary of State. Oh, oh Cy, Cy Vance. Mm-hmm. Cy Vance Sr. was a Jimmy Carter Secretary of State. Jesus. Well, his son, mm. his son mm. does the family no pride. Yeah, no yeah. piece of shit there. But you know what? Call I him Cyrus the Virus. That's and what and he here's is. the thing. <laughs> yes, yeah, Cyrus the Virus. Very I like well. That. Look at that. We're going to. Uh, are here all night, ladies and germs. Um, and but I, I, I do want to say this uh, to um, to our listeners of the male persuasion. That audio was for you. That audio was for me. That audio was for Joe and for Joey because we need to recognize and identify these kinds of guys. Because guess what? They don't talk to us like that. But once we hear that audio, it's important for us to hear that, to hear that pattern, to hear that. I mean, because seriously, could you imagine Joe or Joey if a man in his 50s or 60s came up to you and was that persistent about anything? Well, he'd get a punch in the face if it was me, but uh, sure, I understand. You know, Theo just said in the chat that... The recording was nothing but ghastly. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And the most ghastly part of that for me was when he said to her, you're making a scene. I know. That I know. part of that tape, of all the things that were going on in that tape, was the most ghastly thing to me. To turn that on her. It was yeah. a, it was and a say t- you're yeah. making a yeah. scene. It was a tie between that and I'm a famous guy for me. Because when people say shit like that, it makes me just want to see, fucking see, destroy. That 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 what that what got me. I'm famous, you know. I'm a star. I'm a niche. I I'm deserve that. this. You know, yeah, yeah. That's 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 the part that that got me. Yeah, I hate motherfuckers like that, dude. It's like, I, I hate them. So so what we're seeing here, yeah yeah exactly. So what we're seeing right there is is the two most grotesque and horrific comments made was his acknowledgement of he is entitled to this, and then his victim blaming. 
it's not me it's you you're the one causing a problem right now but yeah i mean so so this kind of uh, pathology or behavior or whatever it's important for good men to hear this kind of audio to not only maybe help potentially identify other guys that might be like this or keep an you know keep your eye out at you know if you're at a party you know you hear that kind of shit going on you hear that kind of like you know it's not just flirtation but it's brow beating you know or or you know if you see it in the workplace or whatever anywhere be on notice to keep your eyes fucking peeled for that See, I, and I, I don't know if I said it in the chat. I think I did say it in the chat today, but I'm going to say it here now out on the airwaves. I love my feminist brothers, but I don't need you to be a feminist in front of me. Yeah. I need you to be a feminist when there are no women around. Exactly. Bingo. Another amen. Look at that. Amen. And amen. And see ya. Francie, Francie just said something in the chat that I liked, and that was, you know, that was one of the read. That was what he said was fucked up too. The worst thing she said, the worst for me was him swearing on his children's lives. Yeah, that's disgusting. Now that right there, yeah, that yeah. Because that's playing on a woman's emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, so, you know, so, and, yeah. and so I really, I want to, I just, I need men. I need. I know that sounds very selfish, but I think no. I'm speaking on behalf of, n- of of women in general. We need you. When you're sitting there at a bar and there's no other women there, and you hear some stupid, dumbass jerk, and I don't care if he's from a Democrat or a Republican. I don't care. When he says something sexist and disgusting, please call him out. Please. Just tell or, him that or, is not right. Yeah. I mean, or if it seems like it's kind of because there's very subtle kind of sexism that starts out with just like, you know, maybe a little bit of banter in the beginning. I mean, if it's just outright sexist, just be just be smart. Just know when you know things are getting to that line. Yeah. I mean, if you hear it, even if it's subtle, you can be like, would you mind explaining that a little further? Oh, yeah. I've actually I have Mm. I've done that. Oh sure, and, fuck and with I've, them. I've done Especially that if with Bob. Drunk. Yeah, <laughs> just and, and I'll say something, and then I'll wait for the answer, and I will look at Bob, and Bob will be like, yeah. "Well, now we need to have a further discussion." But I also know that you know, you know, I also know that Bob. I'm not trying to put him up there on a pedestal because I'm using Bob actually as as you know an example of of so many men that I know, including you guys. Yeah, where it's like if you hear this stuff. Just say something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, and it's no it's no different when you hear something that's kind of sort of subtly racist. Say something. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I am I, not afraid of making somebody feel uncomfortable if they say something racist. Oh, oh, I did that to one of my coworkers. Um actually two of my coworkers uh at my current job. And I'll tell you what, you say something racist at my current workplace. It ain't going to be fun for you because you're not going to have a job real soon because there are two guys who said some racist shit to me. Fortunately, um, when we first opened up, there was some real blatant sex, sexist stuff going on. 
Um, but those people got weeded out real fast. Um, but uh, yeah, every great once in a while, some white white trash asshole will will say something. And I uh, I I I reported two people at my current job. I reported one person for sexual harassment, a man against a woman, at my last job. I got demoted at my last job because of it. Because it was the manager's best friend's son who sexually harassed somebody. I called the anonymous tip line, and guess what? They saw, so they anonymous. found they found out who I was, and they pulled me in. And uh, yeah, they pulled me into the office and had a little conversation with me. And it's like, well, you didn't want to deal with it, so I called it in. Um, we need but, people to do it on the job yeah. and off the job. Yeah, hey, you know, what we call that Kenny. Here in the South, we call What's it that? the good old boy system. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the good old boy system. And it was it was really kind of ironic because uh, it was a uh, it was a female manager who uh, uh, decided to demote me because it was her best friend's son. So uh, it was you know so so that was that was strange in and of itself that they would but you know it's like again I guess nobody wants to think their little boy can be a sleaze ball. Guess what he was. Um, so anyway, we're we're getting behind in the audio, but I don't care because I always say. The conversation here on this show is way more important than any audio clips we have. We might save some of the stuff from the Gloria Allred uh, press conference with uh, Louisette uh, Geis or Louisette Geis. Um, uh, but we, we might be able to have time to play it. Francie's going to be on reverse calling with us tonight. If you have any birthdays, be sure to let us know in the chat room. Uh, Joey, would you like to do name calling tonight uh, after the break? I'm your Huckleberry. He's my Huckleberry. So I love that. I love that. Anytime, anytime I'm like, anytime I ask Joey to come on the show on Facebook, he's like, I'm your Huckleberry. And I'm like, all right. I, like that. I got that from that one of my favorite movies of all time, Tombstone. And oh, there you go. <laughs> I got to get that drop now. Now that I know where that's from, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. So, so, uh, all right, there we go. Tombstone. Here I come. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're going to go ahead and, uh, uh, hit the break. Green news report coming up. Uh, uh we're going to do name calling and any birthdays. If you, if you got any, um, and, uh, Francie on reverse call in and we'll see if she wants to stick around for longer to talk about this. Uh, uh and, uh, we're going to try and do Mad Libs, but I do have some funny stuff for the end of the show that I want to play because I got to introduce you to my new friends. Well, they're my new YouTube friends and they don't know that I'm their friends, but Ryan and George, we're going to hear from Ryan and George, everybody. Golly. So <laughs> you're going to seriously, you guys are going to love this. But anyway, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night with me, Rain, Joe and Joey right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. It's Tuesday, October 10, 2017. This is my neighborhood in flames, completely in flames. <laughs> Fast moving, deadly wildfires sweep across Northern California wine country. Harvey, Irma and Maria could make 2017 one of the top years for weather disasters. 2017 on pace to shatter weather disaster record. 2017 also breaks a record for Atlantic hurricanes and it ain't over yet. 
Plus, the White House argues that the Obama era regulations have been burdensome to the economy and American workers. Trump's EPA moves to repeal Obama's landmark clean power plan. Great timing. All of those stories and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. You know, regulatory power should not be used by any regulatory body to pick winners and losers. Unless the winners are the fossil fuel industry who get $20 billion in tax breaks and subsidies every year. Am I right, EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think many of us were breathing a sigh of relief after Hurricane Nate began to break up, only to see these horrific, devastating fires now out here in Northern California. Yes, as we go to air in Northern California's wine country, at least 10 people are now confirmed dead. 50 are missing in extremely fast-moving, heat- and wind-driven wildfires that have forced the evacuations of more than 20,000 people, including two hospitals. California's fire chief announced Monday that at least 1,500 structures have been destroyed. He said that was a conservative estimate. The wine country fires are among 14 large wildfires now burning in California. And they are just exploding across Northern California and some down here in Southern California, wiping out homes overnight. Uh, just horrendous. And as you mentioned, Hurricane Nate made landfall on the Mississippi coast over the weekend as a Category 1 after killing at least 28 people in Central America. 2017 is now the most active Atlantic hurricane season in the modern record. For the first time since the 1890s, the Atlantic Basin has generated eight consecutive storms that developed into hurricanes. And hurricane season isn't over until November 30th. In Puerto Rico, Governor Ricardo Rosseo has asked Congress for additional financial assistance, warning that Hurricane Maria's catastrophic damage has crashed Puerto Rico's economy, deepening the humanitarian crisis. Distribution of aid remains the biggest hurdle three weeks after the storm, but there is some positive news. Governor Rosseo confirmed he is in talks with Tesla CEO Elon Musk over Musk's proposal to rebuild Puerto Rico's electric grid as a proof of concept for a large-scale renewable energy system with battery storage. With clean, renewable energy across the entire island, wouldn't that be fantastic? So... I'm sure the Trump administration will get in the way and put a stop to that. On Friday, NOAA announced that 2017 is on track to be a record year for billion-dollar weather disasters. Since January, the U.S. has already experienced 15 extreme weather disasters costing more than a billion dollars each. That matches the number of disasters in 2011 and is second only to 2016. On average, there used to be only five or six. The year ain't over yet. But even as the U.S. faces a record year for extreme weather... The Trump administration is rolling back another major tool for fighting climate change, taking the first formal step to repeal President Obama's landmark clean power plan. That's the first ever regulations to limit the carbon emissions from U.S. power plants that cause dangerous global warming. The clean power plan is key to reducing the U.S. contribution to climate change and is crucial to the U.S. meeting its international pledge to reduce emissions under the U.N. Paris Climate Accord. And it also convinced China to join as well. But 
cut in remarks in Kentucky coal country on Monday. Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt claimed the EPA overstepped its authority. You know, regulatory power should not be used by any regulatory body to pick winners and losers. The past administration was unapologetic. They were using every bit of power, every bit of authority to use the EPA to pick winners and losers and how we generate electricity in this country. Pruitt's claim is wildly contradictory. It comes on the heels of a proposal by the Department of Energy to intervene in electricity markets with new subsidies to prop up the ailing coal and nuclear industries, which have proven unable to compete against cheaper wind, solar, and natural gas. And most states are already on track to meet the plan's emissions targets at a lower cost than previously projected. The fossil fuel industry praised Pruitt's move. States and environmental groups have vowed to use every tool to challenge the repeal in court. Now, the repeal is only the first step in a long process that could drag on for years. Crucial time lost in the fight against climate change. Crucial time lost, but apparently no hypocrisy lost. Not by this administration. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. Johnny Ringo. You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Yeah, I found it. (laughs) (laughs) It was on my phone, but yeah, I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) That was Val Kilmer. You know, that's the last role that I I enjoyed him playing. That was the last role. He played the hell out of that part. You didn't like him in Batman? So, oh, <laughs> uh, kind of, sort of. I loved him in that movie, though. Yeah, he was. He was actually. You know what? I'll give him this. I thought he was a pretty, pretty decent Batman in that in that movie, even though it was a Joel Schumacher train wreck. But uh, everybody, there we go. We got we got the honky drop from uh, uh, Tombstone for tonight. Everybody, there you go. I'm gonna record that tonight. That'll be great. Um, and uh, maybe I'll cue it up for later. But uh, yes, uh, welcome back. Uh, all my huckleberries are here. And none of, not, not a one of them walked over my grave. Uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. The last thing I saw of Alcomer was Jim Morrison. Oh, and he looked it, like Jim Morrison. Yeah, that was a pretty. That was a halfway decent movie. So yeah, I heard but there it was some, remarkable how much yeah. he looked like him. Yeah, it really was. I I, I agree. I concur. 
uh, probably one of the the best uh, lookalikes without being an identical twin uh, in a, a, a rock docu drama type thing, um, <laughs> a rocu drama. <laughs> And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, my friend. I'm sorry that the swamp is not drained. It is not your responsibility, but you know what? No, I know. I got bigger things to burn. Yeah. Like my bra and my ovaries, and we're going to take out this patriarchy. Yeah, bigger fish to fry, but not the one with the head that's rotting. Not the one with the head that's rotting uh, uh, the way down. The rest of it. Oh, I, I, I so scared. I have. A, I so scared mooch that. Rain, <laughs> Go Uh-oh. ahead. What? Oh, what? Ray, did you have any cabbage rolls and coffee today? No, not today. <laughs> I did, told you watch Schm- <laughs> did you watch Schmiggy Brothers? I, I did, and I <laughs> might have that tomorrow morning. <laughs> it looks delicious. I know it does. <laughs> yeah, I'm from Germ. I'm from Germany. Well, yeah, that God. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, I, watch it. I totally scare a mooch to my and and mix my metaphors. Uh, and you the know. fish stinks from the head down. <laughs> yeah, the fish stinks from the head down. Now the fish rots from the head down. And fortunately, there's a rotten fish head in the White House right now, aka a shit rat. But in uh, in welcome back, definitely uh, last but definitely not least, uh, Mr. Joey Word from Southern Progressive Revival heard every Sunday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. 7 to 10, uh, I said 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. I'm tired again once again. But yeah, and I had a great time. I had I had a great time with you guys on Sunday. It was so much fun. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I love I love our show. I'm still practicing in, in on the hosting it one day. I got to, you know, I got to, oh, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> do a few uh, brush-ups, but, you know, and yeah. do some more... Uh, you know, some old training myself and everything, but I probably some I computer in, modifications. Know, get into it. Yeah, yeah, some computer yeah. modifications, and one day we'll get you your very own show. The word, yeah. well, <laughs> it'll be the word with word. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> or the fist yeah, with also, fist. <laughs> you know why you promoting the show? Why you promoting the show? Yeah, um, you know my segment is called. Of uh, voices of a black past, present, and future. It's all about African Americans that invented things, that done things that uh, the history uh, has has forgot or has is forget uh, forgetting, and and entities out there is trying to erase. So I'm trying to keep that alive, you know, and all I that, love you that. Know, like everything, you know. That the whole, like most of the things we use in our household is in, was invented by black people. You know, so mm-hmm. there's a whole and lot of things. You know, not to mention the foundations of our infrastructure in this country. Oh yeah, or oh, yeah. all those. Okay, when you say infrastructure, we're talking about the Capitol building, right? Uh, well, yeah, and roads and bridges and 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 whatnot. I mean, the railroad. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, but yes, the Capitol, the the Capitol, you know, the the White House, the Capitol building, all that. Uh, absolutely, but I'll tell you what, Joey. As for, we'll do a fun crossover uh, here on the show, and uh, I'll just go ahead and play yeah. your jingle before uh, name calling. How about that? Okay, cool. Here we go. Cool. Voices of our Black Past, Present, and Future with Joey Word. We have come here from the dusty plantations of the Deep South. There have been many of our people across the country from all walks of life who have taken it upon themselves to try and pull their ideas 
It was the 31st of August in 1962 that 18 of us traveled 26 miles to the county courthouse in Indianola to try to register to become first-class citizens. I've had a number of threatening calls, people calling me saying they were going to kill me. My mother explained racism and segregation to me. And what she said, and I'll never forget this, she said, this is not the way things are supposed to be. This might be the way they are now, but they are not supposed to be this way. All right, so here we go. We're All gonna... right, let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Joe. All right, ladies and gents. Uh, in the chat room, we have Caitlin Chris. Uh, my girl Francie, hey Francie, and my other homegirl Janet. We got Jake Colley, we got Cat, we got you, Mr. Kenny Pick, and uh, you, Mr. Old School Kenny Kenny Pick Senior. Hello, Dad. And we got me, and we got Joe Martis, uh three, and we have Michelle, uh, and we have a uh, uh, Nova. Nova Moonlight, we have Peter from San Francisco, we have Presnit, we have you, Rain, the lovely Rain, and we have uh, Scooter Cans, Theo, and Trojan Rabbit, also known as Paul. That's right. And uh, a lovely room. I don't right. know if he's still there at the moment, but uh, I did see Adam Hebert poke his head in, and um, I don't. I don't remember anybody else. Uh, was Grimmy? Bobber was in there earlier. Yeah. Oh, of course we love Bobber. So I think Grimmy might have been there too. I I can't remember. Uh, so. But yeah. So thank you, thank you everybody for hanging out. And right. uh, I don't think we have any birthdays, do we? Mm, I don't know anyone. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless it's a celebrity do. or something's birthday today. Yeah, we, 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 we ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody yeah. got time for that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, all right. Uh, without further ado, then, I think we're going to go ahead and get uh, Francie on the program with us. And uh, I'm going to extend the invite if she wants to stay on uh, for the rest of the program. Uh, th this would be a good show to have um, uh, all the, the, the help we can get from women tonight on the program and uh let's go ahead and uh, play this hello francie what do you think of my all day morning voice francie ah it's beautiful can Thank you hear you. me yeah yeah hi oh good i muted uh yeah right here i am i got everything set up hello greetings from Connecticut, my uh, childhood home. Um, hello, Kenny. Hello, Rain. Hello, Joe. Joey! Hey, sweetie. <laughs> hey, doll. How are you? I'm doing good, honey. How are good, you? Good. Very good. Nice, nice to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to hear and, yours. Uh, my stomach finally settled down after that uh, clip. Oh, my God. Uh, it's God, pretty horrific. God. It's horrific. It is. I feel. I feel for that that girl. You know, you could feel yeah. her fear, and um, ugh, it, it just yeah, gross, disgusting. All the words that you know yeah. you can think of. What a fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you happen uh, to ha do you happen to have the show on in the background in the other room or anything? Because I kind of um I I thought I kind of heard my voice. Um, no, my mom got a TV on. 
Oh, okay. No, that's fine. No, no, it's not. No, no, no. That's fine. If it's just the TV, that's fine. I just didn't want the echo of my voice or anything. So. No, no, it wasn't you. It's whatever the hell they're watching in there. That's fine. (laughs) That's fine. We'll deal with it. So it's just like my cats running around screaming. When you get up there in your 80s, you need the sound up loud. Yeah. (laughs) I I got no qualms with that. I love you. Talking about eighties, Francie. I need it up. Oh, I know. I know. I turned sixty. I know. It's like I'm gonna get one of them horns. What you say? Hey, hey. What you say, Sonny? You whipper snapper. Hey. When we were kids, we played with rocks, and we liked it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna be one of them old people. Well, well, Francie. Yes, sir. Uh, I was going to say, um, if you want to stay longer in the re- reverse call-in tonight, you are more than welcome to. Because oh, yeah, we- that, that, that'd be fine. I, I, I hope that you're going to have some laughs, boy. After we, that, we I are. need to laugh we, or we, else can drink. We definitely are. We definitely are. But uh, if, if you're okay with it, I want to play some of the clips from... Okay. The uh, right now from the Gloria Allred press conference she had okay. to do it today with a uh, Louisette Geis, um, okay. who basically because of Harmy Wormstein, Harmy, Harmy. That's a, I, I misspoke I and I like said, Harmy. oh wow, I, 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 yeah, Harmy, Harmy, because he's out to harm. He's out to harm. Harmy, Harmy Wormstein. Harmy yeah, Wormstein or uh, or Swinestein. Harmy Harmy Wormstein, I think, works well. There you go. Yeah. So Harmy Wormstein, uh, one of uh, 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 another potential victim, and and again, everybody, this is not actual audio from it happening. Um. Uh, and in she's going to say some things that are that are rough. Uh, what he wanted yeah. to do, but. She was in a good space when she talked about this. She okay. was with Gloria Allred, again, a beautiful human being who has represented uh, women who have been uh, abused by people like Herman Cain, uh, yep. Donald Trump, uh, yep. you know, uh, the, the list Cosby. goes on and on. Bill yep. Cosby. On and on and on. On yep. and on. So uh, this is uh, her describing she was at um, uh, the Cannes Film Festival at the premiere of Weinstein's uh, movie, Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden? Hmm. And she goes on to describe what happened after the, the, the screening of the film. After the premiere, he asked me about my music company and the, the script that I had written and was pitching at the festival. We agreed to meet at the hotel restaurant we were, where we both were staying. When we arrived, we were asked to leave shortly after at the restaurant as they were closing. Harvey then offered to reconvene the meeting in his office, which was adjacent to his hotel room. Obviously, I was hesitant. I had heard some stories previously about Harvey's behavior with women. So, there was a hotel security camera right above us, and I said to him, I will take this meeting with you if you will shake my hand that you will not touch me. And he shook my hand and kind of laughed it off. We went to his office and we had a great conversation about his current film and the film that I was pitching. He seemed genuinely interested and I was excited. After about 30 minutes, he asked to excuse himself and go to the bathroom. He returned in nothing but a robe with the front open 
and he was buck naked. He told me to keep talking about my film and that he was going to hop into his hot tub that was adjacent to the room. Oh, just steps away. When I finished my pitch, I was obviously nervous, and he just kept asking me to watch him masturbate. I told him I was leaving. He quickly got out of the tub and grabbed my forearm as I was trying to grab my purse, and he led me to his bathroom pleading that I just watch him masturbate. My heart was racing, and I was very scared. Who the fuck... Who the fuck wants to watch any person that they just met masturbate? Ew. That's disgusting. It is disgusting, but I gotta ask this. Do you think that Harvey... Whatever... Do you think he ever did this to any man? No. Any no. man whatsoever. No. Not at no. all. Nope. And so, no. go ahead, Ken. Because oh, uh, y'all uh, know I could talk well, about this all well, night. Well, no. I'm what pissed. what I was going to say is, uh. of course, of course, he would never do it to a man because, well, first of all, he's white. He's straight. He's the 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 patriarchy on fucking you know fat steroids, and here he is, uh, you know basically trying to overpower small women you when know? you say it, small when you say small i think we should i i, I want to make this clear small women meaning women who are trying to come up in the industry because uh, he went after gwyneth paltrow and angelina jolie when yeah. they were not superstars in the industry. He went after women who he thought were weak enough that he could attack. Yes. It, it, well, you know, I'll say in a, on, on both the literal and figurative sense is that okay. this dude this dude is at least as big as me from the pictures I've seen. And I'm 6'1", right. and I'm like 250 pounds. Okay. Oh. So, so... Uh- He's, he's kind of a big guy. He's using Harvey Firestein's a large man. Yes. Uh, okay. well, not fi- not Firestein. Uh, Wormstein. Sorry, so, yeah, I did it. That's all right. <laughs> Harvey Fir- Firestein is is gay. So <laughs> Firestein so. is awesome. Yes. I know. And he also Weinstein. talks like this. Weinstein. I love him. He's so cool. Me too. No. Yeah, he's got the I best. I sound voice. like I sound like Firestein whenever I get a cold. Well. Truth. Aww. I'm yeah. down, I'm like, babe, I got a cold. But I got a cold. Give me yeah. a, give me some yeah. Theraflu. Oh, uh, sick. Now, this guy's a schmuck. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, you got it. You got it, Francie. I, I mean, but yeah, I mean, this... I, 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 so he went after, he went after you, women who were... Um, he used his pro- he used of- his financial prowess and status in the industry and his physical right. prowess to intimidate people women who were smaller than him so so that was what i meant but but you were right rain to point out that yes people you know women who were were trying to to just make a living he didn't do this with veteran actresses no no he didn't all the slime balls like that uh they i'm sorry rain but a whole lot of those slime ball producers and people like him in this position do prey on the ones that's trying to make a uh, you know get a big break in the mu- in the uh, in, in the movie industry, music industry too. Yeah, and and as I talked about it earlier, the design industry. 
Yeah. Or just that, any oh, industry because it happens on the yeah. small scale. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The but, old uh, producer's couch. Sit down in the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was Gloria Allred who said today that that, that whole concept of the producer's couch has to end. Right. Yeah. Again, yep. find those rats and drown those fuckers in acid. Yes. yes. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, are we good uh, Good to listen to the next clip from uh, uh, sure. Louis, uh, Louisette Geis? All right, here's part two. I pulled my arm away, finally, and headed to the door. He started following me and telling me that he could introduce me to Bob Weinstein and that I could get a three-picture deal and that he would greenlight my script. But I had to watch him masturbate. I was on the verge of tears, but I pulled it together and quickly exited. I told my sister and I told a good friend of mine immediately after... And over the years, when people asked me why I got out of the movie industry, I would tell them this story. Even though my parents raised me to be a strong and independent woman, I never, ever, ever thought that I would have any chance to stand up for myself against Harvey Weinstein. I knew if I said anything that he would have a ton of lawyers on my, on my back and no one would trust me over him. I know I'm not special. I know that this has happened to many women, and it's the fear and pain of sexual harassment that is released on one's mind, body, and soul that I'm trying to stop. I want to pause it right there, because that bothered me when she said, I know I'm not special. I think it would be, I know my situation isn't unique. Yeah. Because of what he did. I I, I felt felt that, you know, in... Because she is really special because she is coming forward and she is telling people and she told people immediately after it happened. So, uh, you know, again, it just that just is just on a personal level for me is like, no, you are special. It's just not unique what this fucker was doing to different different women. Here, you know? Here's the thing. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate what you just said. But I know that I've said on this show, I know that I'm not special. I've said that. I've said that after I got raped. And um, I've, I've said that. I'm not special. I'm just me. Well, so you are You she, are. You are special and, and yes, dear to are, all. Right? But wait a second. No, no, no. I'm not no, no, saying but this. Yeah, finish, finish your thought. Finish your thought. I'm not saying this to look for accolades. I know you're not. It's just I an instinct on my part. I completely understand why she said that. I do, too. I really understand why she said that because she ended up going just to work and she wanted to become anonymous. She's now in real estate. Yeah, she so left the industry I, I, entirely because Yeah, of this. I really appreciate what she said and I totally understood what she said. And I thought that that was really powerful because what she was saying is I am not special like Hollywood. I am every woman in this country. And okay. I thought that was really, really powerful. All right, I, I get that. I get that. So, and that's why we we have a dialogue. I'm not trying to negate this. what you're saying. I'm not trying no, to negate and, it. No, and I, I don't feel like you did at all. Uh, you you added to the dialogue, and that's what's important. So, uh, but anyway, let's hear the last part of uh, the, this clip here. 
sexual harassment has become commonplace in the entertainment industry. And to be fair, most women that I know have a story about being sexually harassed or abused in this business. I am only now feeling confident enough to come forward. I know that Harvey has been fired, and I know that he said he needs help. But he's also saying that he wants to sue the New York Times for defamation and that he's pleading with the Hollywood elite to give him a second chance. He's breeding doubt about our stories, that women are just making this up. And he's making light of it by saying that this is such a good story, he wants to buy the movie rights. And oh. oh my god, yeah, that so made my head go boom. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this yeah. this a whole this a whole lot of women need to need to come out and 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 in this town too. You know, wow. I'm 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 the I'm, I'm living the home of country music. And this That's you right. know, Nashville, Nashville is what we call Hollywood with cowboy hats. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's what we call this town, you know, and it's a whole lot of young girls that and young, and young men that come here to pursue a country music career. Right. And I've worked in places where they start off like as waitresses and waiters or something, something like that, you know, because I used to be a short order cook in these sure. places and stuff. And, you know, it's you know, where you from? I'm from Montana or something like that. You know, and she said, I'm coming here to try to pursue a career. I was like, be careful. It's, yeah. it's not what you know is who you know, but be yeah. careful. Right. Well, let's 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 focus on in Joey. Point, you yeah. are you are a thousand percent correct. Every industry has seen this. I've seen mm -hmm. it in I, in the venue where I work. There's a kitchen. There's a, a music hall. There's a restaurant. There's an administrative office. There's you know all these different departments. We've seen it everywhere. And again, yeah. it's the responsibility. the The greatest the 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 onus is on white straight men because they're the ones who get away with it all the time especially ones who who have money but again what he, what wormstein harmy wormstein said was oh what a great story i'd love to buy the movie rights to it fuck you you shit bag you don't get to do that anymore you don't get to belittle people. You don't get to demean people. You don't get to use your power over people. You don't get to make another fucking movie in your life. And I swear to God, if they Woody Allen this guy and let him back in, oh, there's going to be hell to pay. Mm. Mm. I you know, doubt if that would happen. What's interesting, in, in the New Yorker article that I was reading today, there was a woman, and I... I I have to scroll through them. Just, just trust me. It was a woman who said that she was... You know, molested by him, mm -hmm. and she was an Italian actress. She won. She won the um, the the Oscar, the Oscar equivalent in Italy. Wow! Okay. And and she went on to to make a movie, and basically the movie was about what happened to her and Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, I saw the scene. Uh, I, she she posted the scene wow. of what yeah. happened with her in in uh, Worm uh, Har Harvey. Uh, I'm sorry, Harmy Wormstein. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so, and and and, yeah. and he actually he saw it and he laughed it off. Jesus, what a he fucking laughed asshole. it off. He thought it was really funny, and it, it's just this is not funny. And I know is, we have to go yeah, to break, but yeah. this is just it's it's not funny. It's, it's it, not it at is all. High time for for men to stop preying on women. 
period. Yeah. And, and it's, it's high, high time, time for, for men yeah. to stop S- pretending that just because you don't rape a woman, it's not, it's okay. It's well, I just, didn't rape her. I just touched her breast. It's, it's just it's like, done. it's just like somebody who says, I'm not a racist. I just voted for Trump because I hated Hillary. Yes. Yes. Oh, well, yeah. you're a racist <laughs> if you vote for a racist. And if, you, uh, if you're if you permissive with somebody who rapes or sexually assaults, that makes you just as complicit. Yep. You know? It's just... It's, you know how there's like an accessory... There's an accessory to murder in crimes? You know, there should be accessory to, to you know, everything else. Um, mm. But... Um, Anyway, um, we do have to go to break, but I we are going to have to change gears. Francie, you need it. You need some more lighthearted yes, stuff. I We're going to talk do. a little bit about the NFL when we come come back, because I know Joey wants to talk about it, and of course, our uh, fearless, actually fear-filled VP, uh, little Mikey Pence. Jesus <laughs> God. Yeah, we'll talk about that asshole. We'll talk about that asshole and Mike Dickhole. Mike Ditka? Did I say Dickhole? I meant Ditka. Um, Mike Dicka. Yeah, uh, Dicka. Dicka's good. Dickhole. Dickhole has a good bring to it. But anyway, we're gonna go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, um, we're gonna get into our miscellany on the program. But yeah, seriously, my my, uh, I want to call you my brother. If you're a straight white male, I want to call you my brother. But I'm not gonna fucking do it unless you stand up. Like uh, me and Joe are standing up. Like all of our uh, brothers in the and chat Joey. room who are standing up. Well, Joey's Theo not. And Joey's all of not. Our brothers, yes, yes. Joey's Joey's not white. I, I just wanted to say that. I, oh, because I know Joey's. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> all right. Okay. I'm just saying. I, yeah, I no no. no I, I I'm just you know because I know Joey jo- is still a brother who is a brother in arms with us. He sisters. is. Joey is is a brother. We just have different melanin content, and I and I have privilege that he does not, and I acknowledge yes. it. But what I'm saying is, all my uh, 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 fellas out there who happen to be white, straight, and male, acknowledge your privilege. Stand up and fucking fight against all of this ugliness that we've been pointing out on the show. So, anywho, we're going to hop to the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hey, 
Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back, my sister. Hello, my brother. And, uh, yeah, thank you. And, of course, uh, my other sister on the program tonight thank you for sticking around for the the last segment or last couple segments of the show francie francie you are in uh, i'm sorry you you're not at home right now you're uh no, i'm in connecticut connecticut yeah. i'm very yes. far away from the stench of dc that's good that's good <laughs> and of course you are the the ed mcmahon of the tim Cormel show hi oh hi very nice. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Where it's, it's are you great. In Connecticut, Francie. Um, outside of New Haven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, in a, uh, in a little in... town called East Haven. I was going to oh, get me started. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Old Haven. It's a little red town. That's not <laughs> so. far from Stanford, is it? Um, about forty minutes. Stanford is on the border. Um, we're kind of New Haven is kind of getting in the middle-ish along this shore. And then, okay. you know, New London and blah, 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 blah. It's not a big state. I mean, it's bigger than Delaware. I heard there was Old Haven, <laughs> New much. Haven, and Tween Haven. Is, uh, Tween Haven? <laughs> Tween Haven? Really? <laughs> Tween Haven. Okay. Yes. And, of course, uh, Joey Word from Southern Progressive Revival also joining us. The cool black dude, not the cool white dude. Hey. We don't hey, call him sweet. We don't call him the cool white dude for a reason, and it ain't because he isn't cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> what's yeah. up, ladies and gents, guys, guys and girls, uh, dudes and dolls? There you Ooh. go. Very nice. Look at that. Nice. And yeah. last but most certainly not least, Mr. Joe Santorsa from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Coromel Show, where you can sometimes hear Francie, the Ed McMahon of the yes. Tim Coromel Show. Yeah. Yes, and uh, we have something in common, Francie. We're both Connecticut natives, sort of. Really? Yes, my my entire family's from Waterbury. Oh wow, cool. Yeah. Cat, cat. Um, in the chat is the Waterbury area too, if I'm not mistaken. Another yeah, well, Connecticut. A nutmegger. We're nutmeggers. That's but surprising. Wait, but wait, who's from right. Tween? Who's from Tweenhaven? I, I I keep forgetting. I don't know. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. New Haven, Old Haven, Tween Haven. No, there's yes. East, West, and New, and North. Oh. Because there's okay, so Tween Haven, Haven is South all the places. Haven because it's the water. There's no South Haven? Because it's the water. Oh, there, oh okay, got it, got Long it. Long Island Sound. I guess you got to... Joey, Long I guess Island you sounds. I guess you, Joey, I guess you have to go to Slayer for South Haven. On and on south of Haven. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, Chad, hey, guys. Dad was born in Waterbury. There you go, Joe Marnus. Yes, and my father was born in Waterbury. Oh, so my there. God. What yes. tiny world. On a pig farm. Well, it actually, Connecticut is a tiny state. Yes. Can we agree? Yes. Well, Delaware, sm <laughs> wait, Rhode Island's the smallest, then Delaware, then Connecticut. Now Waterbury oh, is cool. Waterbury is cool, but has ever yeah. anybody ever been to Earth, Wind, and Firebury? Ah, I wanted those tickets. 
That's just east of Waterbury. Okay. I wanted those tickets. I never got them. It always <laughs> bugged me when uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire left out that. water, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, that's fine, because they were so hot that they knew yes. no they liquid the could put them out. Well. Yeah. They didn't need seriously. the water. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, so we are gonna we, we are gonna have some fun right now. And uh, thank you, thank you everybody for being uh, solid and uh, not um, uh, you know. Uh, 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 let me let me give the caveat. We're gonna move away from sexism and sexual predator culture and rape culture to um, white privilege and denial of the history of this country. <laughs> So oh, that's Christ. that's fun, right, Joey? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Yay. all right. That was that was that was wrong for me to say this will be fun, but it will open up. It will open up a different discussion, and we will be able to make fun of uh, Mike Dickhole. I'm sorry, Ditka or Dicka, as you would have. But um, I thought you were going to say Pencehole. Uh, Pencehole. Well, we'll talk about Pencehole after this. But uh, this this is a relatively short clip. Um, I don't know where it was from. I don't care where it was from. But uh, Fox and Friends played this audio clip. Uh, Fox and Friends, famous for trying to roast marshmallows with their bare hands and plastic utensils over a fire. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say marshmallows? I meant mini marshmallows. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the fucking morons on Fox and Friends decided to play this audio to set the precedent uh, for their their shows going forward, Mike Ditka saying this about people taking a knee during the national anthem, players in the NFL taking a knee during the national anthem. I think that you have to be colorblind in this country. you got to look at a person for what he is and what he stands for and how he produces. All of a sudden, it's become a big deal now about oppression there has been no oppression in the last hundred years that i know of what? who you are how much money you make uh, if you don't respect our country then you shouldn't be in this country playing football go to another country and play football if you can't respect the flag in the country then you don't respect what this is all about so i would say adios okay before we get in before we get into that i just want to say uh oh hello uh peter in san francisco and hello trisec in the chat because i don't think they they made it for name calling but yeah uh mike ditka i i don't think there's been any kind of uh you know uh i can't do the accent uh but you know he's saying there's been no kind uh, no kind of oppression that he knows of in the last hundred years years. in this country um a hundred (laughs) <laughs> in even hundred, even hundred. Well, women's suffrage, uh, I think, uh, ninety-seven years, right? Yeah. Uh, then oh, let's no, also talk. No, nineteen twenty-nine. It's not even a hundred years. Uh, well, women's suffrage went on long before we got the vote, right? Well, okay, so so twenty-nine. So, uh, well, I might have the years wrong, but Whatever. less less than a hundred years had- before women had had the right to vote. Oh. Also, yep. uh, Joey, uh, we we definitely know about uh, oh many many things that have gone on in the South uh, and yeah. the North. Um, you know, uh, let, let's talk uh, Jim Crow segregation, uh, the Civil Rights oh, Movement. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so, but Ditka 
couldn't be bothered to uh, to to know about that. He has his his own bizarro world view of history, where right. you know I'm a rich old white guy. Yeah. Didn't affect me. Little that he knows is affecting all of us. Really, it is all of us. Thank but you. Uh, you know, I've been watching this stuff and these and these these uh, uh, NFL owners. Like the oh, NFL owner for Dallas Cowboys threatening, oh, them, threatening them cats. You see, what I think where all these guys need to do, uh, especially because, you know, NFL, the players are 70% black. Without them, you don't have shit. No. All yep. of them need to kneel. Every Thank last you. I would, you know, Thank they you. Online, yeah, just like preach. Colin Kaepernick did. I'm just in. like Colin Kaepernick, you put I'm everything in. online. Thank you, Joey. All of them need to take a knee because they ain't taking a knee for a darn cloth and a song. Yeah. You know, they're taking a knee for police brutality. Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then they're trying yes. to turn around. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Joey, you're, I, I've been thinking about this, too. It, it's just, it amazes me. When, when Goodell earlier this afternoon said everybody should stand or whatever he said, I, I feel like you, you all don't realize that. Like you said, 70, I heard it was 78%. 78% of the players in the NFL are black. Could you imagine for one minute if 78% of the players in the NFL stood down? Mm. Could you imagine if just 10% of the players on the Dallas Cowboys decided to take a knee and decided to say, yes, Jerry Jones, bench me? I, I tell mm. you what. No yeah. game. No the Giants man. would finally win a game. <laughs> it'll be it'll be straight it'll, it'll be chaos some guys need i even get that joke and i don't know anything about sports but yeah but yeah remember, joe joey you're I right it I would be chaos a, I, I remember i went to a tight uh, you know I'm a, y'all know i'm a football fan yeah. i went to a I went to a tennessee titans game and didn't stand for the national anthem and you know and my boss bought me the ticket my boss at the time bought me the ticket for for christmas right she said you ain't gonna stand for the national anthem? i was like no i know what the, that, that 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 song means Oh, I sat there, and that was back in '96. Ooh, yeah. yay! Wow, you. you know that's the thing, Joey. I, I you know, my mind I think is kind it, of I'm blown. I'm trying to think. I'm, I, was it '96? No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was like in the late, late. I like like when the Tennessee Titans first came after they built the stadium. I think it was like '90. 97, 98, something oh, like that. We, we can wow. forgive a couple years. Uh, but, yeah. But yeah. The thing is, is I, and I'll be really honest with you, I haven't, I only learned in the past two, three years all the other stanzas of that national anthem that we have. Yeah. And they're pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're pretty terribly bad. bad. That's not a great, that's a horrible anthem. I'm sorry. But about, the thing is, is that yeah. the, the, the reality is, and, and Joey, correct me if I'm wrong. They're not even, they're not even kneeling because of the anthem. Right. They're kneeling oh. because of police brutality. Yeah. They're yeah. not protesting the anthem. And if no. they were protesting the damn anthem, I would not be upset with that either. No. And it, but the thing no. is, the right wing, like uh, Mike Ditka and everybody on Fox, they want to conflate the idea that you're protesting um, uh, uh, police brutality with the the nation, the flag, the song, whatever. It's just you, a, it's it's just like God. I mean, but, I, but you know what they tried to do at first? 
they tried What's they up? tried to like you know you don't support the truth to all them troops came out and said this is why i'm fighting in the first place yes yeah this and, is why and I, you know join exactly in the first place for and they modified <laughs> and after kaepernick they modified yes. what they did they modified how they protested instead of sitting down they said a navy seal who told kaepernick yeah, look a Neil, navy seal said take a knee yeah. take a knee there you go yeah. no you know it and but see, you know then, then when nfl it, you know yeah. then, see reason why I'm go sorry, ahead, Kenny. No, no, no. Go uh, ahead, Joey, re- please. The reason why, you know, when you know Colin Kaepernick, he was the first one to do it. Everybody didn't pay no mind. This and the other. Then when all the rest of them players started doing it, now it done went out of whack. It went all the way up to the top. All the way up to the White House, to that moron right. in the White House. And now they are yes. afraid. They are afraid now. So, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now, see, I think on every football, you know, because, you know, I even... Boycott! I'm boycotting NFL, and you know I'm a big Raiders fan. I ain't watched not one Raider game this year. Oh, you're a strong. Not one Raider game this year. I'm I ain't done nothing. I ain't watched Giants, no television or nothing. And so I think these every last one of the players, you know, white, black, or whatever nationality you are, that's playing on these NFL teams, take a knee. Yep. See what they do. If every last one of these guys do it, the seventy percent black do it. Yep. What are they gonna do? Nothing. That's that's such a great Nothing. point, especially after what Roger Goodell said today. Yep. There you go. Because Goodell was like, "Yeah, you should stand," and I just feel like, dude, do you not understand that the NFL, the players have an, they have a union. Mm. Yeah. They have a union. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And so people like Jerry Jones say that, "Oh, I'm gonna bench you." Mm-mm-mm, that shit right, ain't gonna, gonna work. No. It's not That's gonna work. Authoritarian type not shit. You gonna stand Yes, there. yes, Joey. Uh, and you know, in other words, I'm gonna say it, nigga. You need to stay in your place. Yep. Damn. I you don't know what disagree. I'm saying? That's what he was. Yes. saying. I don't, I That's don't what disagree. he was saying. Hmm. So now, now, yeah. Joe, uh, let, let, let's bring Joe in real quick because, uh, Joe, I'm sure you can easily give us a little bit of a rundown on what our brave, brave vice president did recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. He was given the script a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. And he auditioned for the... For the part, <laughs> they needed a little, a little worm, dressed in a suit, <laughs> without a tie, to go, to fly all the way back to Indiana because he was all the way in Las Vegas, uh-huh. and he flew all the way back to Indiana, just to stiff the Baltimore Colts for a ticket. Wow. He he left the he left his press corps in a van outside, told them this won't take long. I'll be right back. Knowing full well he was gonna go in there, make a scene, stand for the national anthem, and then when he knew damn well that the entire San Francisco 49ers team was going to take the knee, everybody knows it, they've been doing it all year. Mm-hmm. He pretended like, oh, my God, I didn't know this was going to happen. And he clutched his pearls. Yeah. And he, he clutched mother's pearls. Yeah. Right. He, well, did she give him permission? <laughs> no. He clutched mother's pearls. And he says, mother, we must leave. We yep. cannot take this atrocity. And he went back into his uh, 
his plane, uh-huh. and he. Fl- <laughs> I think somebody in uh, New Yorker says he flew off to uh, to uh, Nevada somewhere or something to uh, go to a to go to a gay wedding to go to a gay oh! wedding and <laughs> to go to a gay wedding and and stare menacingly at them. Oh. Yeah, that would oh, be surprise. Yes. Oh. So yeah. how much did it cost the taxpayers' money for that? I, th- I think stuff? it was. Yeah, I think. Not. I think it was well over. Uh, my yeah, Pete. Um, what's his name? Part of uh, a million dollars, man. It, it was. It was more than that, actually. Oh, it was. You, oh, yeah, oh yeah. Because when you factor in the jet fuel that it took to fly, they, they were just saying what it cost with Secret Service and setup and everything. Yep. But what, but with jet fuel and preparation of the jet and everything to fly from Vegas back to Indiana and back to California where he was originally supposed to go, it was over a million dollars. They had to they, they had to shut down oh they had to shut down God. a whole freaking stadium for that little small stunt he did. Yes. And, and taxpayers' yeah. money spent over that that that, that small as I thought it was like a what I think it was a political uh, what they call it? Uh, campaign type thing. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what, what I, that was. That's mm. what I'm trying to wonder. And and there was some question whether he should pay back the money because it was actually it, done yes. as a campaign stunt. Yeah. yeah. It, it was not, a campaign. Not, it yeah. should be campaign money. Yeah. I might say that when when fascism comes to America, it'll come wrapped in a flag and carrying a cross. Wow. There you go. But and you know, going I, over the ten yard line with the football. A lot of, uh, you know, uh, um, what what is it? Uh, Morning Joe brought up the fact they were like, "Um, this is almost worse than Bridgegate with Chris Christie. Wow. You know, I mean, what if somebody had to get to the hospital because they're pregnant and they're in labor? Yes. Or, you know, did somebody lose their job because of this? Just because right. he wanted to show up for 30 seconds and then leave, or however long, 5, 10, 20 minutes, You know, there was, there was one football player. I mean, a lot of football players had things to say about it, but there was one football player, I cannot remember his name, who said, I, I think it's a stunt. And at first I was like, well, no shit, Sherlock. But, <laughs> Stevie Wonder no saw shit. that. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was awesome. That was great. The next point, and he said the last time that that Pence went to a football game was the picture, the picture that we all saw. Oh yeah, twenty fourteen of him and his wife. Fake news. That was the last time he went to a football game in Indianapolis. Right. This is a guy who doesn't go to football games. Right. I don't think he's the football type. He don't no, even look like the football no. type guy. And it's no mistake that it was the San Francisco 49ers who was not. Who, who was Colin Kaepernick's original team. Mm, this ah. was so big. These guys, these guys cannot even get their political stunts right. Right. No. <laughs> they really can't. It's ridiculous. And I really do feel like I feel like, you know, when you when you see people like Tom Price losing his job allegedly for flying on private charters. Right. The amount of money that this stunt cost was mm-hmm. way more than all yep. of Tom Price's charter flights. Yeah. Yep. Well, the thing Maybe is, it's the- all about entitlement. You know, again, it's all about entitlement, and I, mm-hmm. and and uh, I'm above this. But you know, Steve Schmidt, who is not a liberal by any stretch of the imagination, nope. okay, said that they are the one that are disgracing the flag and the anthem because they're using them as political props. 
<laughs> there's there's that word again. Yeah. Yeah. Political props. Props. Right. And you know and they just respect the flag every day because you ain't even supposed to wear a flag on your clothing. Oh yeah. Ah. No. Nope. Speaking to you, Ted Nugent. Is, and by the way, we went through. You're supposed to do none of that. You know, watch. Look at the United States flag code. Look yes. that up. You know, Google that. Yeah. And look oh, what yeah. you all you you all can't do to the American flag. And they and do they it. Do. People do it every day. Yep. Every sure. day. Because and they think like, they're like, it's, don't mess around with God's America. Don't know. mess around <laughs> in God's America. <laughs> Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, uh, we're going to have to go to break pretty soon. But, uh, okay. but I got something to say after we yeah. get back from break. Well, no, no, no. We can give everybody a word on this because I'm I'm the non-football guy here. The one thing I was surprised about is Joe said the Baltimore Colts are they still yeah. a thing? Mm. Oh no, it's the Indian- <laughs> no. I'm sorry, it's Indianapolis Colts. Oh, Indianapolis Colts. Oh, all right, all right. So that was that was just reflex. That was just reflex. Well, no, because it was like for a long time. Yeah, I know. Because I actually, fun fact, my mom, one of my one of my mom's family friends when I was a child, their John Schluter actually played for the Baltimore Colts. Uh, And then, of course, there's the bitter history with the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Basically, uh, what, Art Art Goodell? Um, Is that his name? Art Goodell? I think so. That sounds familiar. He stole. He yes. stole. He stole our our team and took them to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah. You know, because yep. that was they were the Browns. But anyway, anyway, uh, every, and, I'll give everybody a, a final shot on the NFL stuff. So, uh, uh, Francie, do you want to you want to talk about this a little bit? Um, it's not my um <laughs> For, forte. Yeah. No, I'll just spike the ball on the uh, on See? the field goal. There you it's go. Grounding, Francie. I'm going to teach right. you about football. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, 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 Rain, you you go next on this. My big thing about this, and I, I you know, it was from Dave Ross's commentary, who y'all might know him, awesome. might not, whatever. But, but the fact that, you know, Pence showed up, he got there, and he walked out and said that we're not going to do this. What does that make every other player in that stadium or not player, but um, fan. Yeah, they they just shamed pretty much everybody who enjoys football. Oh yeah, they don't by give a shit about the saying fans. you didn't walk out. Mm. And it's that's bullshit to me. It's the owners that give a shit about. They don't give a shit about the fans or the players. It's just the owners because the owners it, also the NFL owners donated money to Trump's campaign. Bingo. Mm-hmm. That's go. really what it comes down to, and it's just ridiculous what what Pence did. What Pence did is he walked into that stadium knowing that there were protesters on the field, and he decided to protest. Mm. And you know you can't you can't have it both ways. Nope. Well, I'll tell you. And, what and I- the and the other side is that Pence is just a real big wimp. Uh, uh, my, <laughs> He's a wimp my because take- he just decided. Uh, okay. I'm, no, I'm no. Uh, my takeaway from Pence leaving is that he's okay with police brutality against African Americans. That's my takeaway. Well, there's that too, mm-hmm. which yeah. comes straight yep. from Trump. It yeah. comes mm-hmm. straight from Trump because Trump said we planned this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trump came out and said we planned this for a long time, and that's something that the media yeah. isn't covering. No. Nope. That fucker ever shut his mouth. 
He don't he can't keep nothing secret. No. Jesus, <laughs> man. All right. All right. So uh uh I'm with Joey right now. Yeah. Joe Santorsa, let's get your yeah. NFL. Uh, uh, you you want to spike the ball as well? Yeah. Well, let's just not forget the uh, racist overtones of this whole uh, thing yeah. with Trump. And yeah. everything with Trump has a racist overtone. Yeah. He yeah. thinks that the, 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 the owners are plantation owners, and he thinks that those players are slaves. Thank and he God. wants yep. those plantation owners to whip those slaves. Yep. That's what he's all about. And, and some him. of and some of them are heeding the call too. So uh, Joey, yeah. uh, you get the the last word on this before we go to break. And I promise, folks, mm. it's fun stuff over the horizon. Uh, but Joey, well, I'm, what do you I'm got? gonna think I'm gonna run 15 yards on the sideline on this, and I'll okay. make a touchdown. But uh, <laughs> I, you know, I think man, they 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 trying to control these players. I I know they got little, uh, somewhat little control over them because of their careers and their contracts and everything. It's you know it's kind of complicated to me, but I think they do have a little control over these guys. But a whole lot of these guys are fed up. You know, saying with 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 these 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 rich fuckers and and now what it is they they fed up with uh, little black kids are getting killed from the communities they come from. Yeah. And they the only people that's standing out that's giving the little guy a, a you know what I'm saying a, a face for the they, they they the face for the little guy. For the little black for that little black kid from from the projects, you know hey, what I'm saying? Tamir Rice you know, from or, or Tamir Tamir Rice from Cleveland, Ohio who had a toy gun. Yeah. Hmm. That's what they that's what they representing. And then these these guys got their little they, you know, they, you know, they got they got the attitudes and, and and coming out with these strategies to turn it around and make it look like they don't support the flag, they don't support the song, they don't support the truth. Just that other, you're gonna kneel. It's oh, white whatever. splaining. It's white splaining. And, and, and the other one, well, I, I think, is I'm white and I say so. I'm white mm. and I say so. Attitudes. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's the thing. That's the thing. Joey is really right on point. What Trump has done. And Trump has done this. He's whipped a whole bunch of rich white people and a whole bunch of dumb ass Trump supporters into believing that this is about protesting the national anthem and the American flag. Mm. When yeah. This was never about that. It was never about that. It was for people like like Michael Brown, like like Tamir Rice, just all of these these kids who have been slaughtered in the streets. That is why Kaepernick took a knee. Exactly. And Donald Trump is trying to take trying to erase that. And 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 people like Jerry Jones and Roger Goodell are missing this point. This is a really important yeah. point. So, yeah, they're they're trying they're Joey, trying to I'm with you. They're they're trying to white splain, they're trying to give their own version of American history. Land. And you know yep. what? Ain't gonna happen, Cap'n. We're gonna fucking keep nope. up. We're gonna keep up. There's more of us than there are of them. So, uh, all right, my apologies to everybody. There will not be Mad Libs tonight, uh, but I promise you we have some fun stuff. Uh, we're going to see here Sarah Hickabilly Sanders, or Slanders, uh, embarrass herself a little bit, and then I'm going to introduce you to two people, two of my new favorite people, two of my new YouTube friends, Ryan and George, everybody. So <laughs> You're gonna love them. These guys are awesome. This, this one's for Joey too. This is this is really cool. Um, 
Uh, but because Joey and I are, we're metalheads, so he's one of the listeners uh, yeah, to, yeah. Of, of Gods and Monsters. <laughs> Gods and oh, Monsters, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> anyway, we're gonna go ahead and uh, hit the break. Oh man, uh, should we should we do it? Should we go full macaroni on this break? Yes. Yes, do yeah, it. Yeah. Yes, do it. Yeah, you know Stick the song. middle fingers up, y'all. You know, yes, the, yeah. you know the song. Song of love and outreach. Well, something's outreached, um, but it ain't it ain't necessarily love. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. We're going to hit the break. We'll be right back with some fun on the last segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Shit off your chest. This is what you play when people got you fed up. This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck. This is what you need when your car breaks down. This is what you need when there's traffic all around. This is what you need when you just walk in and catch your fiance with your best friend. This is what you play when you get laid off and find out that your final check's way off. This is what you need when you run out of weed or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed. This is what you need when them ends don't meet. This is what you need when you fighting in the street. This is what you play when you all the way through. This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck. This is what you play if your boss is a jerk. This is what you play when you on the way to work. This is what you need when you come up shorter or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order. This is what you play when you waiting in line. This is what you play when people wasting your time. This is what you need when someone breaks your heart and says me and you we need some time apart. What you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right, they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Fuck you, I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real 
feel for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Te- uh, Nashville. And thank you, Tweenhaven. No, that's that's not right. I got that wrong wrong. Tweenhaven. New Haven. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the program, everybody. Uh, uh, everybody still there with me? Oh, I'm here. Everybody yeah. <laughs> heard me. <laughs> no, I'm it's still okay. here. Damn it. It's okay. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> So, uh, no, you don't hear me yawn. I'm glad you didn't hear me fart. Well, <laughs> I might have. You never know. Uh, you'll hear yeah. me go, hello, Earl. So, well, well thank you, uh, everybody, for hanging out and uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna run through a quick little uh, a few clips of uh, Sarah Hickabilly slanders uh, tonight. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to replay one from uh, last week real quick. And this is her uh, telling white-splaining to African-American football players how they should protest. Oh, my God. This made us so mad last week. But, Joey, I'm not sure if you heard it. 
But uh, uh, I'll, I'll probably sleep because I worked my oof. tail off last week. Man. Listen to this. Listen to this shit. This is infuriating. Protest is about fighting police brutality, fighting racial disparity, racial injustice. You're not taking him at his word. You're saying the focus has long since moved on. But when white supremacists say that their protest is about heritage, not hate, the president does take them at their word. So why is there this disparity about who gets to decide what protest is about? I think if this is the debate is really for them about police brutality, they should probably protest the officers on the field that are protecting them instead of the American flag. Oh! Oh, fuck Ooh, you. you. Doesn't get oh, any better. Oh, God, I caught, started to call her an ugly name. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is some bullshit. That is such bullshit. That hurt. That hurts. That hurts. It does. Oh, go fuck yourself, you fuckhead. I mean, seriously. The, the, okay, so we're talking about specific officers, and we're talking about justice from the criminal justice system. We're not talking uh, about every police officer. They, they, these football players are kneeling, f- not, they're not kneeling for the flag itself. They kneeling for the meaning of the flag. What, yeah. what is it? Uh, freedom, justice for all? Yes. Yes. The they're, ne- they're kneeling because that flag doesn't give everybody what it promises. That's exactly. the but, You see, Joey, when you said that hurt. That hurt. That I, hurt. I, I, I kind of really feel that because, it hurts. you know, I, and I'm saying this as a white person. When, when, when Freddie Gray was killed, they protested the police. And look what happened. Like the, you know, when Sarah Huckabee Sanders sits there and says, or stands, whatever she does, they should protest the actual police. Yeah, I don't understand what she's talking about because I'm looking at what happened in 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 Baltimore, and I look at what happened in in Ferguson, and look what just happened in Utah. Yes. God. Yes. Think exactly. What the hell is she talking? So. I can't feel the kind of hurt that you feel, but I get what you're saying. It, it it just it pissed me off because what she is saying, you need to protest the individual police, and nobody should protest the institutional racism. Yeah, which is it, what Kaepernick yeah. is doing. It would be like it, it would be like this. It would be like a, a conservative coming out and saying to one of uh, Harvey or Harmy Wormstein's victims, "You need to go protest all white men, not the yeah. one who did you wrong, but all of them." That's nonsense. That's nonsense. It's evil. It's lazy. It's stupid. It's ugly. So yeah, I mean, I can I can empathize, Joey. I, I I can't you know fathom how hurtful it is to you, but I know how ignorant it is. It's it's oh, so no. it's irresponsibly ignorant. It's willfully ignorant. I mean, that's but just she, that's hate speech. What she did there. Yeah, she could have came at least uh, a better way of saying it without. 
saying it that way. You know, you know how a whole lot of they, that's why you tell the people in his cabinet none of them are politicians. They're just a bunch of bitter white people. Yeah, yeah. She might as well don't want to don't want to lose what they have. Go ahead, Joe. She might as well have said that they're all just a bunch of uppities. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Might yeah. as well. Might as well just come out and say you need it. to stay in your place. Right, just yeah, stay in your place and uh, stay in your place, and you stand up when the white guy tells you to. Yeah, mm-hmm. say you know? what say what you really mean, you bunch of racist Trump cult freaks. Say Bible what you fucking really bastards. mean. Yeah, and it's it, and that's the that ain't a Bible they're banging either, because no. I mean the the what it's they're doing their sister. is what they're doing. <laughs> oh, see, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what they're doing is is so much uglier than uh, well. There's some pretty ugly shit, you know, in the Bible, but um, what they're doing there's a is lot exactly of, yeah. what anybody who understands racism. Yeah, it's it's, does. it's a, yeah, it's it's and worse and than Joe, a dog whistle I, I hope at I'm this not point. Stepping on top of you, but it, just what she said was just blatant racism, and it's something that's been going on for years yeah. and for maybe two decades, maybe two decades after Jimmy Carter up until now. Somehow that went underground where we got people to be like, look, I know you're racist. Just just shut up about it. Figure yeah, out just, a better way to say it, it. It's just total ignorance. It's just total ignorance of what, what this is all about. It was like when in the 60s when we used to burn a flag during a protest. It wasn't because the flag, of the flag and it wasn't because of the anthem and it wasn't because of America. It was about what we were doing, the genocide we were committing in Vietnam. Right. Yep. Okay. And that our, we didn't want our flag representing genocide. End of story. Full stop. Bingo. That's it. Go. We don't want our flag representing racism. We don't want our flag representing a country that shoots poor black children in the back because they're waving a toy gun, and you're too much of a coward to get out and talk to the person. Poor black kids. No. What I'm saying. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I agree with you. I just want to want put that, that agenda. To rep- we don't want that flag to represent. We want that re- flag to represent what it's supposed to represent. What my father fought for. What my uncle died for. Mm-hmm. Which was so everybody could be free of oppression. Mm-hmm. And that's you, Mike Ditka. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, and also let's, the bears yeah. suck. Yeah. There you I go. Just- there you go. Uh, so let, let's yeah let's go ahead and get the uh well we might have time for one or two more of the huckabee or hickabilly slanders uh here, here's a short one oh yeah maybe we could get something done in dc if the senate would stop taking vacations are you fucking out of your mind oh. the president's uh very committed to getting tax reform done look he's calling on congress to get their job done they're on another vacation right now i think that we would all be a lot better off if the senate would stop taking vacations uh and start staying here until we actually get some real things accomplished i think we'd be a lot better off if uh fat donnie took nothing but vacations for the next three years isn't that what he's been doing well, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. You know, somebody should have an irony siren in that press room. Yeah, really. I, really. I, I, oh, man, I make that a ringtone. Everyone needs to get out in 2018 and vote and try to win back at least a house so we can at least have two years to stop this fucker. Thank you, Joey. Yeah. That's the solution, Joey. That's it. That's yeah. all we got right now. He goes to all his ass down. 
And if you yeah. live in Virginia or if you know somebody who lives in Virginia, please, please get out the vote here in Virginia for 2017. Yeah. Uh, Francie, did you want to jump in there? Oh, Francie? wait. Francie, you still there? Oh, Francie. I think she left. She said she's written something in the chat. Oh, she's still her there. Got, her she's mom's still cat on the got call. Out her mom's so. cat got out. She's on the oh, call. Mom's shit. cat got out. Okay, yeah, you oh, gotta well. you gotta do what you gotta do. So, uh, all right, yeah, here, please, yeah. get out the vote for for our governor's race in just a few weeks. Yeah, please, Ralph Northam. It's really important. I'm telling you, it's so important. It it could just tilt the rest of the country. Yeah, and we need to start yeah. voting for these these better district attorneys. We need to we we'll get a summons for uh for jury duty. Do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Please. Yeah. I say it every time every night on our show. Every night. I, I you know, every week on our show, I my my last words is get out there and vote. And if you get a summons for for, for jury duty, do it. Yes. Yeah. Susan just because got one of those the other day. Yeah, and vote for your school board and vote for your township supervisors and vote for your councilman because that's where these bastards start. Mm -hmm. They don't become they don't become United States senators. They don't become United States senators by running for the first time for United States Senate. They start yeah. off at the low end of the of the uh, totem pole and they scrotum pole. They crawl their way up. They're yeah. still doing it. They're starting at the scrotum pole. That's They're right. They're still doing it. All right. Uh, well, uh, let's see. We're gonna. Um, now I'm gonna save those for Friday. I, I, we're gonna jump to, to to a happy place right now, everybody. So, uh, but but thank you all for that. But yes, this uh, comes to us uh, from again. I have two brand new friends, everybody. Ryan and George from YouTube. They have a website or a, a YouTube channel called. Um, lost in vegas and they do reviews of music in particular they do reviews of heavy metal music but <laughs> they've never listened to heavy metal music before until now <laughs> what this is really what? cool okay so ryan and george are uh, a couple of uh, african-american men probably in their 30s and they have been reviewing classic and they have a good following right now on on their youtube they, they've got many thousands of people uh watching their reaction videos and so i decided to uh clip out a uh, part of this and um uh, because joey i know you love megadeth yeah, yeah as as do i so i clipped out one of their reviews of megadeth's uh um uh, holy wars the punishment due <laughs> and it was awesome their reaction videos are so fucking cool because i'll tell you what it reminds me of when i first heard this music you know and and uh, uh, the the one dude ryan he <laughs> I, I teased it earlier he, when he gets excited about a part of the song he goes golly so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I have a like a three minute clip from one of the, one of their videos. I didn't want to go too long with it, and and they're really cool about how they do it too because they don't copyright infringe. They they play it through the air, through the microphone, and then they pause as they they uh, break down the video, 
and uh, this is really awesome. It, and they, they they give a pretty good setup for uh, uh, what they do here in the beginning of the clip. So uh, l- listen to this, and I'll pause it halfway through. Back with another one. I'm Ryan. It's George. Bye, guys. How you living? Awesome. Baby's coming back at you with what? Unbiased. Real, real reactions, baby. Reactions. Real shout reactions. out to all our free thinkers out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys, objective-minded people. So yeah, man. So today we got a special one for y'all, man. We're gonna do some mega death. Holy Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we haven't we haven't heard this song. I I may have heard this song when bit. I was like yeah. eight. You know, so I don't know. We've we haven't heard this song before, guys. Right. So this is a this is a true reaction, especially not as an entirety. No, in its entirety. No, so, we have so not. Yeah, so we gonna we gonna we gonna rock out today. I know it's hard though, because this came highly requested, and we know that there's a couple of debates of you know between them and uh, Metallica, Metallica, right? It's like this whole feud, yeah, going on for some time. So so, so yeah, so I'm kind of excited to see what it's about, man. Yeah, so. this was so this is like such a heavy request in the comments, man. And although we haven't heard this song, we know that these guys are legends. We right, you know right. what I mean. So I'm excited. Let's get into it. Mega Death, uh, Holy Wars. Let's do it. <laughs> Whispering of sweet nothings in my ear. You just wait to it. <laughs> God. Zero to a hundred. Real like a, quick. It's like a fucking black porno and shit. Like, <laughs> no dialogue. <laughs> no fucking. <laughs> you just hit play. No plot. <laughs> right to the right to the action. <laughs> no plot. Nothing. Just get into it. Hit play. <laughs> right to the smash. God damn. All right. right let's get back smash. to it. Let's get into it. Sorry about that. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna pause it. We're about halfway done. But yeah, he's like, that song's just like black porno. Just no, no plot, no dialogue, no nothing. Just straight to the no straight to the smashing. The no foreplay. Straight to the smashing. So uh, <laughs> they funny. They funny. <laughs> Isn't that fucking hilarious? To, see I have a mouth. Wait, I'm on YouTube channel. I think I'm a father of guys. I I wonder if they're on Twitter. They got a Twitter oh. page. I'm following them on Twitter too. I, I, I haven't found out if they're on Twitter yet, but that is some funny shit. But Francie, you you were you were a little stunned by all that, right? Hey, I was I was off because my mother's cat ran outside. I heard. I heard. Is everything okay? Yes, and it, the dumbass ran into the bush. We had a broom, a towel. Oh dear it's lord! Like a, where my mother's out with no shoes on. It was a joke, oh, right? Oh my god! It sounds like a Megadeth song. No. God damn cat. God damn it. Anyway, all is well. What did I miss? Well, uh, our friends, our, our friends Ryan and uh, George from uh, Las and Vegas. Oh. Given they're 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 a couple of guys who who uh, have have you know lived most most of their lives listening to hip hop, and then they finally started oh. listening to metal, and they're doing reaction videos on YouTube. And it's amazing. They're fucking hilarious. Oh. They're so funny. Oh, good. So uh, I need uh, to check it out. Yeah. So uh, I, I do have the the last <laughs> the last clip here of of Ryan and George. Okay. About a, another minute here, and then we'll wrap it up. Oh, 
transition and man uh, how fast do you have to, do your fingers have to be moving to get the guitarist the drummer i mean like i mean you gotta be going boy you got to take a skill level out of this world now guys nah, for you those know. of you who knew or who are new to the channel we are not um we like rock we appreciate rock but we're more hip-hop heads so you know we're learning about rock as we do these videos but, but i don't know uh, sometimes we've, we have looked at other videos and we said, wow, that seems like it would be hard to play. And then people will respond in the comments like, nah, that shit's easy. Whether exactly. or not you're telling the truth or not is, is another yeah. story. But yeah. I have no doubt that that's very difficult yeah. to do. This seems... The speed and seems, Jeez. Right. The, you know, God. Anyways. Yeah. So, Fire. so far, so good. Fire. This is crazy. So Fire. Fire. Wow. <laughs> Some of that stuff is, I guess, it's pretty easy. Because I, you see, I'm still trying to learn how to play bass. And the first song I'm trying to learn how to play is 46 and 2 by Tool. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, that oh. riff in the front, that bass riff. Yeah, that's what I'm talking okay. about right now. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, nice. But it's, it's, it's pretty, yeah, yeah. And, but it's easy. You know, it's pretty easy. I know within a year, I'll be a badass. Oh, I, oh, uh, <laughs> I have no doubts about that, my friend. You already are a badass. <laughs> Uh, but no, no, I just, I love these guys because they're listening to it. You know, I honestly feel like I should be doing after watching this. I feel like I should ha get, uh, one of my buddies in do, uh, hip hop reaction videos from the day, mm. <laughs> you know, I, love that I mean, yeah. it, because I love, I, I do love a lot of old hip hop from the eighties and, uh, uh, early nineties. Yeah, that, that, but, was, that was when it was like before it turned the way it is now. Now they call it mumble rap. With yeah, the, and they the stuff is out now. And the, they, com the they commented the on that. And these guys, <laughs> these guys are probably the same. They, uh, I think at least uh, uh, Ryan's probably about the same age as you, Joey, because mm -hmm. he he's like, man, I wish hip hop bands would get into this transitions and you know the, this instrumentation that's going on with these metal things. So it's kind of funny because uh, you know I, I prob I could see myself doing the same thing with hip hop and say. Man, I wish these metal bands would have gotten into this breakdown or this, you know, this this hook yeah. or whatever, you know. So yeah, so yeah. like like you know like like some of these hip hop producers like say for instance like Dr. Dre, mm -hmm. and you know how good he is, right? You know how how good you know why how you know why he's so good is because Dr. Dre listens to all types of music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All types of cultures of music, and that's how he that's why he is so good. And like remember Tupac, my favorite rapper, rest in peace. You know, he was like, you know, the way he rapped, you know, and 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 the way he acted and what all the stuff he done, he was a huge fan of a whole lot of different people like say for instance, he was a he was a Frank Sinatra fan. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, and wasn't Biggie too? Yeah, you know a whole lot of them guys. You know, not but I, know I don't know. It, they they yeah. not just stuck in one frequency. You know what yeah. I'm saying with music and all, and all types of cultures and and you know and everything. They not, they not just stuck in one type of frequency. They they just learned about all the cultures. You know, yeah, and, and that's what makes them smart. Yeah. You know, on the opposite side of Dr. Dre was uh, Rick Rubin, who 
was yeah. Def Jam yeah. Records. Def Jam Records, yeah. you know. He did rock, he did rap, he he did it all, you know. He, he produced Willie produced Nelson for God's last, sake. Yeah, Johnny Cash's last record. Oh yeah, yeah. He, Johnny Cash, Willie Nelson, you name it. So um but anyway oh, i'm so glad that joe joey i'm glad you brought that up because i was thinking yeah. i was like okay you know if we're going to talk about like rap and hip-hop i was thinking about in um living color right the mm-hmm. band right oh living color the rock band yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean I that mean, was one it. of the bands that was trying to cross i got a lot lines. of their stuff i got a lot of their stuff there uh um uh vernon reed the guitarist is fucking amazing Corey glover's a great singer uh but yeah. oh Corey glover actually was in a production of jesus christ superstar a few years ago the singer oh, oh wow um and oh, oh 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 so peter in san francisco says do they like priest they just reviewed uh painkiller by priest and they said oh. <laughs> and uh and wow. and george george said you know what this guy makes me think of he makes me think of the wicked witch of the west <laughs> he's like this is you know <laughs> he's, like, he's like i'll get you my pretty but metal voice <laughs> he's like he's like a badass uh wicked witch of the west so so rob halford i think would probably take that as a high compliment right there so right. um yes they did do they've done metallica they've done priest they did slayer they were not fans of slayer and i thank them for that because I'm not that big of a fan of Slayer. I like a few of their songs, but for the most part, mm-hmm. I think they were just like exploitation metal and not really into the whole like technicality of it. I put several messages uh, to try and get them to introduce uh, interview. Uh, I'm sorry, review Anthrax's Schism. Everybody knows Schism, right? You know, you yeah, know that song by like Anthrax. I want them to do I mean, that. They song. did that thing with with Public Enemy, Chuck D with Public Enemy. You know, oh. have you heard Public Enemy's uh, Chuck D's band, Chuck D, uh, um, Tom Morello, and and Be Real from Cypress Hills band? Uh, of Rage. I might Prophets have heard of that. I'm not sure. They badass man. Nice, mm. nice. Yes. So Prophets and, of Rage. That's the name of they band. Prophets of Rage. I will yeah. I will make a note of that. So, but anyway, we, right. we got to start wrapping things up. But seriously, everybody, go like, subscribe, uh, follow uh, what uh, uh, Ryan and George are doing. the The YouTube yeah. channel the YouTube channel is uh, Lost in Vegas. Very simple, oh, Lost cool. in Vegas. Uh, they, and they they do other stuff too. They but the the rock review thing is getting very popular, and it's funny too because they'll go through the commentary and it's like, yeah, we had to go through and weed out some comments because <laughs> you know? there's there's some, there's some dudes out there who obviously there there's a lot of racism in metal. I'll tell you that right now. And so they they had to weed out some people, but um, I, I'm seriously I'm gonna try and uh, contact them and uh, get them on get them on the show. Uh, you know, oh, that's uh, it, awesome, I mean man. they're big, they're big, but you know we'll see if we can get them on. Because seriously, that was that was a bonding experience for us, Joey. Megadeth was a bonding experience for you and me. And when I saw <laughs> oh, that, yeah. I was like, oh man, Joey's gonna love this because that's a great. Yeah, album. I remember you sent me the link. 
And yeah. I didn't get a chance to even watch it because I was so busy at that time. I know. But, you know. I hear you. Well, there you go. I played you the first three minutes. It's like a 12-minute video. So, um, <laughs> golly! So, <laughs> I love that. So, Ryan with the golly. That's good. So, but anywho, uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping things up. Um, uh, Francie, thank you for being with us. Uh, I'm sorry we kind of steamrolled over here in the last uh, segment of the program, but I want to give you the... The, oh, the no, first part of okay. I was out catching a cat. That's right. Were you out? You just grabbed grabbed him by it's the wait. Francie was grabbing pussy. See? Oh. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. See? I can say go. it because it's Francie and we're girls. Yeah. See? There you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Francie said when she was outside, do you want to keep doing this? No, it's stupid. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah. I did. We had a broom. We had a towel. Oh, my God. And you most definitely did not. That sounds like a hockey game. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. It, well, it sounds like a lame Canadian sport in the Olympics. Uh, it's, so. it's called um, cat grabbing. There you go. <laughs> I'm sure you didn't thank the cat when you were done. Thank you. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, what it felt so, like saying. All right. So, Francie. Thanks for yeah. having me. Um, it was fun. I got to check out these guys on YouTube because I am a fan of that heavy metal music, you know. I know you are. Lost in Vegas. Their, reaction, their reactions like all are kinds fucking of music. awesome. You know, there's very few that I don't like, but my heart belongs yeah. to metal. Oh, I love you for that, Francie. Oh, um, that, seriously, that means a lot to me because I have I a heavy metal thanks. library. I have a heavy metal library in my house. Wow. If I show when I show pictures on Facebook of my CD library, it's not just a CD library; it's a heavy metal C- CD library. There, you're not going to find. <laughs> you're not going to find. Wow. You, you're not going to find you two. Or, you know, Pearl Jam or anything like that in there. Nothing like that. It's real heavy metal. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I so, got anyway. some records. Oh, I do too. I'm trying to get rid of those fuckers, though. I'm sick of them. Give them to the hipsters. Uh, so, <laughs> sick of lugging those fucking things around. <laughs> Seriously, way well, before hipsters. Well, I had vinyl back in the you know eighties and nineties, and now I'm like, I don't want this anymore. CDs have a better sound, and they're easier to deal with because I can put them I in like iTunes. I like the pops and the scratches, and I've had vinyl since well, forty fives in the sixties, seventies. Yeah. Sure, I'll just watch it on <sighs> YouTube. That somebody, some recording, some weirdo made on YouTube with the from the record. What's fine, uh, but anyway, uh, but we gotta, we <laughs> anyway. gotta, we gotta pass the torch right now. Okay. So, uh, thank you for having me. Love no you all problem. to pieces. And uh, all right, alphabetically, Joe, what do you got? Well, since we're talking music, yeah, um, and we need a laugh. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I recommend it to you guys in the in the production chat. <laughs> one of the funniest <laughs> one hours you're going to spend. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, if you're a fan of uh, the band, you, everybody knows the band from the 60s, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Robbie Roberts. And you, remember, yes. and you remember the Martin Scorsese rockumentary. 
The yes. Last Waltz. The Last yes. Waltz. Remember that? Yes. Well, I'm going to post a link to another great duo, the Schmingy Brothers. <laughs> and they were a polka band. Yes. <laughs> and they did a rockument, well, a polka mentry. Yes. Called the last, the last, the last, the polka. last polka. Yes, it stars John Candy, Gene Levy, Rick Moranis, Catherine O'Hara, Robin oh. Duke. Okay, everybody from uh, Second City Second TV. City. Yes. Yep. And Love. the Schmengi brothers were regulars on the on the uh, Second City uh, TV show. They were yep. called the Happy, the Happy Wanderers. Yep. And uh, they, you are in for a treat. It's it's an hour long. It's up on YouTube. Uh, you gotta watch this if you want to laugh. Yeah. Uh, the, it features such things as a polka version of "Touch Me" by The Doors. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, I can, it. I can <laughs> concur. I watched it today. Oh they my do, god, I gotta watch this. They do a farewell concert. Do a farewell concert in a big stadium with glitter <laughs> outfits, sequin gloves. <laughs> they do a polka version of Michael Jackson's "Beat It." Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Yes. yes. Oh, Rain, and, love it. and as you know, Rain, they also they also during during a concert or during the film there's a tuba solo. Yes. Oh, oh my god. For gosh. Christ's sake. That's amazing. You probably got to be stoned to watch it. You don't have to. I must watch this. You got to watch it. I have to. Uh, you'll be I think you'll be stoned after you watch it. No drugs required. You'll be treated to such hits as cabbage, ro- cabbage, ro- cabbage rolls and coffee. <laughs> and uh, the tuba solo is precious. Yay. It's like, we're talking about Battle. It's almost like, you know, the drum solo in Inagata De Vida? Oh, yes. sure. Yeah, well, they, they do the tuba solo instead. Yes. Oh, is, is it in boy. Cabbage Rolls and Coffee? Oh, no, but it goes on. You have to experience uh. the doors. Oh. Oh, I, I think I'll be getting some audio drops from this. Uh, it's oh, yeah. you know what, Ken? I told I told Rain in the in the chat. I said, you know, I, my best friend, the guy who was my best man at my wedding. Every time we get together, there isn't a conversation we have that we don't have a quote from the Shangi Brothers. Well, this is this is you've you've brought it up several times on the show, so I'm glad you found it and shared it with us. I bookmarked it. I just didn't have time to watch it, but I promise you, my good friend. This oh, Friday. it's only 50 minutes of your life, but it's probably the most memorable 54 minutes you're ever going to That's fantastic. Oh, good. <laughs> Especially if you've seen The wall, yeah. the Last Wall. Oh, very good. Yes, nice. that's why I loved it Our, so much, because I loved yeah. The Last Waltz. Me too. Very good. All right, well, we do have to start wrapping things up. Uh, so, uh, Joey, what's your parting shot, my good friend? <clears throat> oh, i like to say thank you guys. You know, thanks for the love, and I love you guys, and thanks, chat room. And thanks everybody out there in in in, in, in internet, internet land. And please go get out and vote. And if you get a summons for jury duty, please do it. Mm. Very good, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and last, I like to send my prayers. I like yep. to send my heart heart out to 
all the black men and women have been gunned down senselessly by these cops. I like to send my, you know, my my heart out to they, them and their families, you know, and I'm feeling their pain. Good man. You know. Good man. Uh, and uh, Rain, you get the final parting shot on tonight's program. Well, I, I, I made my, I think I made my point clear and um, I'm with Joey about all of the black lives that somehow this administration doesn't seem to think matters. Exactly. Um, so black lives matter and, and women's lives matter. And I'm not trying to, you know, take it away from black lives matter, but this whole Harvey, this whole thing, it's, it's just, it's time. It's time for people to accept the fact that women, regardless of their color, you know, this Hollywood story, we get to hear from a lot of white women. And and I don't disrespect them at all. But... Um, it's time for a lot of people to these, wake the fuck up. These, especially these, white men. Yeah, yeah these, these are white women who... And I love them. They're my sisters. They're privileged. There's a lot of women of color. And brothers of color... But it's just, it's time, it's time to acknowledge the fact that we have white supremacy in this country. And and we need to acknowledge it, we need to accept it, and we need to figure out how to fix it. Agreed. I really mm-hmm. believe that deep, deep, yeah. deep in my heart. You and me both. All of us, so, I think, yes. understand. Yes. yes. Thank you, Joey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. On that note, uh, we do have to wrap things up. Everybody, please join us here, uh, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern this Friday. Check out all the other fine programs on Indie Media Weekly, uh, including the Tim Coromel Show with Mr. Joe Santorza and uh, Southern Progressive Revival with uh, Joey Word. And also, hey, Francie can be heard as the Ed McMahon of the Tim Coromel Show as well. Um, Hi, Yes. I love you, Francie. Hi-yo. Love you back. All right. Hi-yo. We're, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap this sucker up right now, and we'll see everybody on Friday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. I think you can understand, you know, the situation I'm in. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll go from there. All right. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, everybody.